Hello and welcome out to Gamers Council. Wow. So we took a week off after yep. our last show because of the Super Bowl and some shit went down. Huh. Few things happened. <laughs> and we were gonna get into it, dive deep, and we have the absolute mega panel tonight to get into it and dive deep on it. So I'm Web Dave. I'm your host, along with Retri, my co-host. Retri, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing better now. Uh, I still feel like crap. Uh, hung out with a bunch of friends last night. Every single one of us are sick today. So uh, one uh-huh. of those mother effers gave me something. Uh, All right. Well, so yeah, friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we got. I we had some technical difficulties, but I, I've you know reset the equipment, so uh, I'm not hearing echo anymore, which is nice. But uh, yeah, so we took a week off, and the world, uh, a Twitter. And the gaming community just split in half. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight and the ridiculousness uh-huh. that's going on. But uh, excited to be here, even though I don't feel great. But I'm going to try to. I got my tea. I got some. I got some halls over here. So we're. Uh, you are ready we're to push go. through. Yeah, I did. I'm not. I'm not. Awesome. Yeah. No beer tonight. Um, no beer tonight. <laughs> not yet. Anyway. No. All right. And and just so everybody's clear. The reason we were a few minutes late was because we had to wait for Adidas to show up. So once Adidas was here, he said he was here. And we started the show. So there we go. So welcome out, everybody. And Mav, welcome, Mav. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I am doing fantastic, man. Uh, chaos is over. The world is settling back down in video games. And we can just get back to playing games, which we all enjoy. Oh, wait, I can't because we the can't server's have. at capacity. <laughs> I can't play games. The server's at capacity. I'm trying to. Uh, but uh, anyway, everybody, it's it's awesome to be here um, here with OBM2, who's an absolutely awesome person in the community. And I've been following him for a long time. So we've only gotten to podcast a few times together uh, in the past. So uh, when I saw that it was me and him together on you guys' show, it actually got me pretty happy. Um Good to be back with you, Dave, and Retri. As always, I'm glad you're kind of feeling better, Retri. But I'll, I'll get there, man. Once know, we once um, we get into this stuff, like the sickness just usually fades away. Yeah, that's it's happened before. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah, yes, no definitely, problem. definitely. And then, of course, we were so happy to have one bad mother. OBM, what's up, buddy? What is up, guys? Oh, it's an awesome time, Nick. I timed this out pretty well, right? Uh, yeah. Know, we got- Basically, we got everybody scattered all over after the uh, the gaming <laughs> meteor hit hit uh, Xbox Planet or whatever. So, uh, mm-hmm. look forward to uh, you know helping us helping us you know find some of the <laughs> some of the bodies. I guess I don't know, but it, it's going to be a fun conversation. And I do want to echo uh, uh, you know ditto back to to Mav. I've uh, been following you know following you for a bit, man, and. You know, I, I, I some a lot of times I'll just lurk while I'm working out or something like that. You guys, you guys are always, uh, you know, really positive and I think just really level-headed. And I think that's going to be interesting because, you know, I have I have friends of all different types of you know beliefs and including kind of how they've approached some of this stuff. And I found myself a lot of times sort of on the, uh, you know, minority opinion opinion on a lot of this. A lot of this inf- stuff that's come out, and you uh, are not alone. Right, that's as <laughs> so much as you get for me. It's gonna be fun <laughs> to talk to you guys about this stuff because uh, every time I've been here, it, it feels like we have like just you know good discussions, man. It doesn't we yeah. don't have to agree, but it, but it's always really good discussion. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I, you know, uh, you know, you guys took the week off to watch the Super Bowl. I I needed the, that week off so that I could uh, cuz I had 2 weeks of bereavement after the Lions blew it. So 
<laughs> but it was interesting to see the 49ers just do like turn around and, and, and give it right back. So, uh, oh, man, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't really care. Who and, won. and that doesn't care. He wanted to see everybody burn after. Yeah, it, I kind of did too. <laughs> when the Cowboys lost, it was people were saying things like, well, it's okay. You can still watch the Eagles lose. I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> do I care about the Eagles now? The Cowboys are out. NFL is done for me that day. When yeah, that yeah. I kind of hear you on that one. Yeah, I hear you with the foam star slant. I see, I see you making fun of my background <laughs> over there, Richie. I see. You. I like it, especially that neon sign. That is so cool. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Don't sure. make fun of that. Dave gave that to me. Right, for being a good co-host, uh, exactly. Tolerable, exactly. Uh, whatever, whatever. The best co-host, <laughs> uh, guys. Man, we are we're gonna have so much fun tonight. Um, I do want a quick housekeeping. I want to I want to we'll get this out of the way. Um, and we may have some other people jump on tonight. You never know. Some people sometimes like to lurk in the chat, but uh, but we'll see. We'll see, and we'll uh, we'll we'll try and we'll try and skirt them in if they decide they want they want to join us. But uh, but right sure. now. I'm going to drop this in because this was he dropped it a few days ago because he's super awesome. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to put it up on the screen for us because I basically <clears throat> give me one second, Rodri, for this to come through on StreamYards. Sure thing, buddy. Uh, hopefully. Hello. Come on, comment. Let's go. Uh, there it is. There we go. So if you don't mind reading that for me. Sure. Adidas20 with the $10 says salute. Salute to you, sir. Yeah, I put the Thank blade you, icon on there. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, thanks, buddy. We really appreciate it. That that does that does mean a lot. So, Retri, as I turn the yes, floor uh, over to you, what do you want to talk about first? Well, we always start off every episode with uh, what you guys been playing, like games and uh, any uh, movies and TV shows that have caught your interest. So we'll start start with you, Mav, up in the left hand corner, up in the left hand square. What have you been playing or trying to play? It sounds like yeah. and uh, any any TV shows or movies uh, that you've watched uh, catching your interest lately. Well, one of them's a topic that we're gonna have, I think. So, uh, okay, fair the TV show Halo. Been mm -hmm. catching, uh, playing that or watching that. And um, as far as games, I've been really hooked on Hell Divers. Mm. Um, I absolutely love it. I've been. Also, did you get it on Steam? Or did you get it on PlayStation? Uh, Steam. Yeah, that's the correct choice. All right, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> it was it was a decision because, like. The guys I'm all playing with, like they're all got it on Steam too. Yeah, and, and I just didn't trust PlayStation to have the crossplay working properly, you mm. know, because they never do this. Yep. So I, I went ahead and did the uh, PC, but then you know I have AMD, and that's they've had a lot of issues with AMD with mm. the scans, so there was a lot of crashes and stuff like that. But uh, overall, it's been great. It's Fun as hell. I absolutely love the game. I've been, I was really looking forward to that game for a long time. And yep, same uh, saying things like, you know, I hope that this game is successful on PC because it might teach PlayStation that to like a lesson. And also that not mm -hmm. every game has to be a certain kind of mold. You can have these different experiences and, and all these kind of things. And I think they are learning from Helldivers too and in the phenomenon that is coming right now. Right. So I've uh, been playing the hell out of that. Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Um, nice. I've How you liking enjoyed... that, Mav? I, it's, I, it's fantastic, I, dude. Okay, like, you like, yeah, I'm, I like, like almost everyone I know seems to like it, except for like Twitter in general. But all the people in our circle, I haven't heard a lot of negative 
Because uh, they actually, people you've actually they, talked to that played they, the game. Because you played it? Right. <laughs> All right, exactly. Well, because you're not playing it probably, uh, you know, swearing about the fact that Rocksteady didn't just make yeah. another Batman. And I think that's probably the way a lot of people approached it initially. Yeah. Mm. So when I first saw the game, like when you had the big gameplay reveal, right? Yeah, the first one, yeah. I, I was like that. I was like, oh, this is not what I wanted from Rocksteady. You know what I mean? But then later you kind of accept that it's not that. And right, yeah. what kind of game did they make? And is it good or not? And I have never had faith. Uh, I've never had like no faith in Rocksteady. I've always had faith in their ability to make a fun game. Right. And right. like I saw the gameplay, the gameplay looks fun. I like looter shooters. Right. Um, games of service doesn't, really bothered me i play a lot of multiplayer stuff uh so it was just kind of play the game for what it is and judge it for that and for what it is it's absolutely awesome and uh i've had a lot of fun with it um so i i don't get some of the conversation out there because like it's like this game has been tried to be destroyed from games media it seems like it's Mm. kind of like that starfield effect with all these articles and all Uh this stuff and everything going on Yet, when other games that are also live service and games of service that are out right now and have been don't have those same kind of articles written about them. And, like, you know, you're right, OBM, is because it's Rocksteady, right? And it's because it's not a traditional Batman game. And I just wish games were judged for what they are, you know, not what people want them to be, want them to be, or have an expectation of, or whatever. And uh, because I even saw an article like from IGN or a video where they said that um, they hope that this kills looter shooters. What? And, and, I did yeah. not see that one. But it feels like that's how a lot of reviews are these days. They're trying to drive. It's almost like you get extra points if you're making the type of game that they wanted to begin right. with. Right. Like yeah. you're making it in the genre they wanted, uh, you know, without you know just basically staying staying in their lane in their lane right like like uh whereas if you go outside of that if you kind of like try something new or different or mm-hmm. a, a developer goes and you know tr- experiments a little bit some of the a lot of times i feel like they are trying to punish them so that they don't do that again and they get back yeah. into their lane and mm-hmm. i i don't well, that's where the agenda that's comes in right you know what i mean you know, we saw that with Starfield and uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, it's like it's 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 not about what it is; it's about what what we wanted this to be. You know, what we had in our head. Uh, you know, I want to fly around the planet like it's No Man's Sky, and since I can't do that, right? Then, you know, rather than like shit. what what is it doing well? And and we're just seeing that over and over again. It just it and some of these games, I think, will over time. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to I guess it'd be interesting to see how. T- kind time is to some of these games because I think some of them will look back on and say, you know what, that wasn't so bad. You know, same thing with uh, you know, we've seen that in the it, historically games that come out and they're not exactly what people wanted. Like, what was mm-hmm. the other one? Uh, Quantum Break was another example, right? It wasn't yeah, exactly that's a good example. Wanted. And now people are like, oh, you know what, maybe that was cool, <laughs> and maybe we should have a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, I was just thinking Redfall in my head. I was like, yeah, Redfall was one of those two, or Back for Blood was another one too. I know a lot of people were like, they thought it was going to be like a Left for Dead clone, and it really wasn't that. But um, yeah, but uh, OBM, what have you, uh, what have you been playing, man? 
Uh, yeah, so uh, I've been watching the Halo show as well. Uh, mm. You know, this year I'm not actually hate watching it, which is, you know, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> yeah, that's our first topic. We'll definitely talk about that. But uh, yeah. other than that, Infinite Wealth, I, I definitely want to get into Hell Divers. I have been wanting a Starship Troopers video game yeah. for like since Starship Troopers was a thing. And so I need to get that. I also need to te- like let Totoki know that he's right needs to be day one in game uh or on steam on pc yep. every time and uh got to support his cause right so, uh, so, <laughs> so that line the pockets yeah <laughs> I, so it's, I i like that you mentioned that because that was my exact thought process i was like i'm not gonna buy this on playstation i'm gonna purposely buy it on steam to send the message that it's okay you, it's okay buddy like you're you're not gonna you're not gonna lose a ton of money if you do that clearly clearly not but uh any other games that you've been playing, man? Oh, uh, so yeah, Infinite Wealth has pretty much been taking up most of my time. Although I did start to dabble a little bit with Final Fantasy VII Remake for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought it on sale and I had never played it. And I thought, oh, let me give it a shot because uh, the new one looks pretty good. And yeah. I, I haven't been in the Final Fantasy since the OG PlayStation days. But Me, uh, me too. Yeah. But this, but for whatever reason, something they were showing kind of hit. And I was like, all right, let me let me give this... Let me give this another shot. So, so nice. So I'm playing Japanese RPGs, which is weird because I'm not uh, the Yakuza. Yeah, I see the theme here. (laughs) (laughs) Yakuza Like a Dragon was the first Japanese RPG that I played extensively since uh, since the original Final Fantasies on the PlayStation uh, way way back in the day, and I loved that game. Mm. Uh, So I'll be beating this one too. But that's really the only one that I've I've completed since since the uh the beginning of the 3d era so uh maybe maybe uh, maybe that scratched an itch enough that i'm i'll give some other ones a shot now yeah yeah that's that's what's nice about like you know going into different genres and and you know touching things uh, that you normally don't touch pause speaking um, of that uh <laughs> grand blue fantasy relink is absolutely awesome yeah I, I, i've been here yeah. yeah that is like going around now i hadn't even heard of it um like i yeah. i played like their fighting game uh when i was on game pass but um I, i've been hearing a lot of good things about that game as well yeah. it's so, fantastic yeah it's, it's another cool. it's another like surprise success too like it, it's been doing numbers oh it has Steam been doing numbers well. yeah. oh cool i didn't even know that oh good to know all right that's yeah. good i like to see more success stories for sure um all right well we'll, we'll hop right into it well dave unless you want to say i'm guessing you're playing diablo i'm just gonna use my psychic powers are you the pal world in diablo well, I am playing uh, Power World and Diablo, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, you it. sorry, no, 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 that's that's exactly what I've been playing when, when I can because I started my new job, and it is. Um, oh, congrats ooh. on that, so, buddy! Thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, it is. It is awesome, but it's um, it is definitely not a work from home situation anymore. So, which is a good thing. Uh, okay, so, yeah. Probably got. I've already lost like five pounds. Hey, touching oh. some grass, Dave. I guess, yeah, sometimes it's a good, uh, good thing to do. You're about yeah. ready to give your two weeks notice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not signing uh, up for this shit. Come on, in, man. In seven years, when I can retire, Mav, how's that? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Because <laughs> I'm old. Oh goodness, goodness, goodness. Uh, That's but, funny. And, and big quick shout out. Uh, we've got uh, so many people in the chat. We almost almost 100 people in the chat right now. Thank you all so much for being here. We greatly appreciate it. And so many great names. Uh, Crispy Bombs uh, here. We appreciate that. And of course, the one and only Dut 
Dirt Griggity's nah. here. What's up, buddy? Special, special Nick is here as well, lurking in the chat. Uh, love having you guys here. This is, is so awesome. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, of course, you guys got uh, questions. Just throw them up there, and we'll do our best to, to get into it. Uh, Retri, what about yeah. you, man? Uh, for me, it's been Brotato, and oh. uh, I love that game. It's really good. Um, and Resident Evil 3, I started playing that because I'm a big Resident Evil fan. Um, I think 3 is a lot better than people give it credit for, personally. And uh, and Fortnite, I, you know, I can't stay away. And I was by, by the way, I was playing with King David uh, yesterday. Yeah, I think that was yesterday. Yeah, so yesterday, the day before, I don't remember. Um, King David and those guys, and they pressure me into buying the Ninja Turtles thing. Uh, but it wasn't too hard because I was gonna buy it anyways. But yeah, they, they 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 he wants the match. He like so he was giving me shit. He's like, you gotta buy it. So I had to pull out my credit card and spend money I didn't want to spend. But that's fine. <laughs> um, but shout out to those guys. Shout out to uh, Galveston and, and Rocket that were playing with us uh, as well. Definitely. We always have fun. King King's definitely better at that game than I am. He's he's definitely a leader on that one. So, but yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. So well, that's good. You guys finally got to play, man, because I know he you've been. Oh, I was bugging him for, for a That was actually our second time. Yeah, so I'm breaking nice. him down slowly. Uh, you know, I you know, trying to <laughs> trying to make sure he gets some wins because he's definitely a competitive guy. What? So really, we'll see what we can. Mm. Yeah, why don't you stream one of those? Let's judge for ourselves. I am gonna start streaming again. I swear to God. Yeah, we uh, yeah I am gonna get back into that. Um, but uh, we got. I think great. we just got a super chat from Jay. Jay boy here, and another one from my boy. From my guy, um, Jay Rambert with the $10 says, y'all see that there's a live stream right now for MK and COD, and both are using PlayStation controllers. If Microsoft is serious about competing, they need to fix that ASAP. Fix the marketing, damn it. Damn it. I did not know that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised to see that, really, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Here we go. All right, Adidas with the five dollars says now that Y2K Xbox for 31st 1999 has, has come and gone, world did not shut down, and neither did Xbox. Yes, they, yes, absolutely, Adidas, bring it back Amen. to reality. Uh, things talk that things, shit, things are okay, <laughs> things are okay. We'll talk about that too, uh, for sure. We'll get into that, uh, shortly. Um, Scott with the five dollars says, I am so excited. Uh, about uh, maybe about Xbox might make yeah, might, might make a handheld. Amen to that. I also think that a person uh, should make their own judgment on games. Yeah, fair enough, hundred percent, man. Um, all about that handheld. As soon as I heard those rumors, um, me but too. It's funny these podcast guys. They're so bad at like keeping secrets. They're like, like even in the green room, they're like, there could be a handheld. <laughs> I'm like, okay, hey, thanks guys, <laughs> thanks, thanks for yeah. Now I know. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, they, they definitely have not yeah. fixed the leaky ship. That's one thing <laughs> Dude, there is so many. Look, I know, like we're gonna and we're gonna talk about that shit tonight. Like leaks, and then like you know false leaks bad information that came out about games that were going to end up uh on playstation and other platforms but um i think there is something to it i think maybe it might be a little bit harsh on on, on some of these guys um but we'll talk about that we'll talk about that later uh right now i want to move on to talking about our first topic it's going to be a quick one because i just we didn't get to talk about this last week because we weren't here um and that's the halo show uh 
luckily everyone here has at least at least our guests i know i don't know if you've watched it dave but i've watched at least a few episodes i imagine i've not watched the new season at all okay i'm waiting right. for it all to all to be down and then oh, you're one of those guys all right see ya. Well, yeah, you're I gonna be a binger yeah i don't blame you um but yeah i just wanted to get everyone's like kind of overall encompassing thoughts uh if you were a season one guy did you like season one and what do you think i already know i already know obm's answered i'm i'm with you brother but we'll start with you mav like what's your what was your kind of take on season one and are you, you liking season two or like yeah. compare and contrast one from the other what's your thoughts on the latest of uh the halo show I'm kind of an easy critic, you know what I mean? So I, I just got to be honest, like people say I'm too positive about games all the time and stuff like that. But, <laughs> yeah, um, I get that too, though. Movies, I'm the same way. Like it, I want to be able to sit down and enjoy something and I'm not going to be overly critical, right? <laughs> Season one, I actually really enjoyed because I was accepting it for what it was. Like, mm -hmm. again, like it wasn't. It wasn't canon and all that kind of stuff. I knew that going into it. I was just kind of keeping an open mind, right? There was some things that were a little like, uh, you know, you know, you got the whole cheek scenario, and then yeah, yeah, you know, Master uh, Cheeks, you know, showing uh, his buns, Master Chief getting jiggy with it, and all that kind of stuff. It's just like interesting <laughs> to see on a show, right? But I also there was a lot of things I loved about season one. I liked the Spartan team. I liked the Silver team. I liked. Mm -hmm. where they were going with that when they had the combat and all that kind of stuff and they showed the covenant i was really into all of that kind of stuff right so the scene so far what i like about season two is was the it's like the best parts of season one is like most of season two is, yeah is so far right like i agree with that they've leaned into what was the best stuff about it and have kind of expanded upon that because like when season two started out, like the very the first like fifteen minutes, it's like holy hell, is this what this whole season's going to be like? Because mm -hmm. I'm in I'm in freaking heaven right now if that's what it's like. And then and then you got the other stuff. They go, oh, here's Quan Ha again, right? And Soren. <laughs> I'm know? so glad you it's said like, that. I'm okay, not I'm not the only yeah. one. Okay. We're we're back to that storyline. Yeah. You know, like, but do okay. it quickly. Get like yeah. show her and then get her off the screen as fast as you possibly get can. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, it's got to go somewhere eventually. There has to be a reason yeah. for it to exist, uh, you know. That reminds me of one of those side missions in like uh, a, you know, an open <laughs> like a Ubisoft game, game. Yeah. Or, where where it's like oh, go find my wooden leg or something like that. That has nothing to do with the end of the world. Story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just hoping at the end of the rainbow, there's a very good reason for them to have spent so much time with the character and that mm. storyline, right? Well, I, I think that Master Chief already found his wood, if you know what I mean. Oh, oh shit. One. Oh, what? Dave, you had to go there. Dude. Sorry, man. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> we know what Dave liked about season one. <laughs> he liked the Master okay. Chief scene. He's okay. like, Let's just, that was his favorite part. Yeah, he knows yeah. he knows what minute mark it was. He has it on you can rewind it. Yeah. Clip it. Yeah. Um the, the shower scene. He remembers that, you know. No, uh but uh really like this is leaning it starting to catch up with some big moments when the Halo lore. Like, and obviously it's not one-to-one -one canon, but like it is following along that same path where we know big stuff's happening. And yeah. it is at the end of every episode right now, it is just getting me like crazy excited for the next one. Um, nice. And right now, like, cause I've, I think there's been three, right? So yeah, three. Yeah. I've watched all three and <clears throat> I can't wait for this next one because I know oh, yeah. 
Cliffhanger. I know it's going to be bananas. Absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. I love it, I'm going. I'm. It's good to get you know because I think me, uh, me and OBM. Well, actually, I think you and Dave are on one side. Me and OBM. It's just weird that we're all in the yeah, yeah. Because season one for me uh, wasn't hitting, but I'll go to you, OBM. Uh, season one for you. What was it like uh, versus season two? Uh, are you enjoying the show right now? So remember how I said like games should be reviewed for like what they are, not what yeah. you want it to be. I'm so a you're a liar. So you're a liar. So you're full of shit. I'm a complete hypocrite when it comes to these. Like, in fact, I remember yeah. Game of Thrones is like my favorite show of all time up until season four, the end of it, when uh, Lady Stoneheart doesn't come back. You know. Oh, dude. Caitlin, OBM, when she, speak my when, language, when dude. When she didn't it's come Lady back Stoneheart. to life, I was yes. like, this whole show is. Ruined. It's shit. Like, <laughs> it's garbage. Like, what the hell? Like, Good so, call out with the Lady Stoneheart. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Unfortunately, Halo didn't waste any time. It, like, you know, Halo season one was just like from the beginning. Was It didn't feel like Halo. And I, this season, I'm trying to go in and be like, oh, I'll just take it for more of what it is. You know, uh, I think season one had other issues besides not just being Halo. It also had, I think it was uh, the writing. I just don't, I thought the yeah, writing was due to. That, but, the writing was maybe, maybe a step above the Ma Super Mario movie Street Fighter. Maybe, like it was probably in that category. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like some of the some of the, the way you had to suspend logic. That's the one thing that I, I so I'm opposite of you when it comes to watching TV shows and movies. Like if, you're gonna be critical, yeah. If you if your logic doesn't like line up, or, or I go late, this doesn't make sense based on what you did there. It like it takes me out of it totally, and I think mm. the writers just couldn't stay consistent for for a second uh, in in uh, season one. And I hate what you know. I, I watched that, but mostly out of hate and spite. Uh, the, that second half of the fifth episode was pretty cool, and they had to fight. And, you know, the need was yeah. kill, right. The neither kill oh, like was better than so the good. rest of the. The, the show season one together this season um i am trying to come in with more of an open mind it is better the writing is uh better and i think i'm I, i'm more like this is fine it has some mm -hmm. cool moments and uh in in the you know aside from like the, the the pointless side missions that they keep doing it's been it's been watchable like it's been interesting at least so that's where i'm at right now i'd say i'm at least interested in seeing what's going to happen next especially how they set up season four or episode four but mm -hmm. i'm not like amazed i'm not as blown away as some people are but it but it is definitely uh it's not the train wreck that season one was. <laughs> sorry sorry everybody that uh, i know I, I have a lot of friends that are like you just you know i am old man yelling at the cloud i will admit yeah ce is still my favorite game of all time i you know i i am that guy <laughs> yeah that guy get off my lawn it's <laughs> hey i mean i guess i guess i'm also that guy because uh i i did not like season one and it and it's not i and I fought people on this. I wasn't against him taking off his helmet. It is not. It is not about being different and doing something out of lore. Yeah. None of that shit bothers me at all. You got to do what you got to do for television. If it, yeah. if it, you know, I I like seeing the emotion of the characters, which is another reason that season two is really hitting for me. Um, but yeah, season one for me, I thought the writing was caca. Uh, but uh, I still watched it. I hate watched it too because it's Halo and it's like I couldn't help right. myself. But man, I'll tell you, for me, for me, they. I do feel like there's a good comeback here. I know they have a new showrunner. I know there's new writers. I know there's new yeah. people behind the scenes. And to me, it's clearly making a difference. Cause I yeah. think someone in the chat said it's it's like sitting at a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes right now. 
And I know people, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. But uh, the other one was nowhere near 90, I, I don't believe, season one. So um, I think a lot of people are in, at least enjoying season two or uh, kind of like UOBM. It's at least watch, watchable uh, for them. And uh, yeah, Whoop Whoop Kid, uh, that is the correct answer. Kai is his favorite character. Um, she's the best, in my opinion. She's my favorite. Really good addition. I think Keys does a really, really good job too. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. some of the casting is actually really mm -hmm. good. Like that was the one it thing is. I think they did a good job of. I think, I think the casting's well, great. That's why I knew Halsey. it wasn't them. That's why right. I knew it was the writing. Halsey's, Halsey's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Halsey's yeah. awesome. Well, I like yeah. Silver Team is like this season, especially too. Like they've done a really yeah. good job building I the like characters those. for sure. Yep. Yeah. So they've done a good job with the casting for sure. And, and, and I think I do also need to give the writer some credit because I thought at the, after last season ended, I'm like, there's nothing that can salvage this. Like I said, just throw it in the dumpster, <laughs> right? if, wow. set it on fire. Like there's no way you can come back from this. And the fact that they've sort of like soft rebooted it without like completely, you know, like they didn't just like say that it was all a dream sequence there's that stuff still happened but they're still <laughs> no figuring out a way power. to claw their way back into something that makes <laughs> sense yeah so it's i, I give the writers credit because they were not handed a good hand uh and they're doing a yeah doing a, a decent job with the hand they were dealt for sure yeah i agree um alvin says uh kwan ha is a better character than soren um no because <laughs> nobody's worse than Quan Ha. But I, I hear you. It's fine. We've all got our different opinions. That's that's cool. That's there's just, another one there, too. Yeah. Uh, Richie says, when I watched the first three episodes of season one, I became the prophet of regret. Ah, <laughs> oh, good line. Good line. And, and, can it. anybody unsee uh, Asante as uh, Keith? No, I, never. I no. Dude, he is, he's an absolute twinsy. Like, <laughs> it's him. He's there. It is him. It is Incarnate, him. dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was looking for Everborn Saga whenever he's on. I'm wondering, <laughs> you know, like, where, where, when is he going to make his appearance? Right, right. With, with like like a, a, as an extra in the back. Yeah. With, with yeah. like a Sega, like a Sega, um, you know, Easter egg or something in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We've got a new member. Ah, uh, Scott. What? Welcome, brother. New, uh, new member. So appreciate that, man. Always appreciate it. we get new members on the channel, as always. Definitely. By the way, guys, if you don't know, uh, we reduced the price a while ago. It is now, I think, a dollar, right, Dave? To, one dollar. Uh, one dollar. Wonderful emojis. Uh, yeah. So absolutely. Don't mind me, guys, if I keep sipping my tea. I'm trying. My throat's like killing and shit, so I'm trying to uh, not get worse here. But He's um, dedicated and hardcore to tonight's show. But yeah. That's the dedication <laughs> I like to see in you. Yeah. Also, and uh, I also, I, I gotta say, I felt like that OBN was holding back on his opinions a lot on this about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't have a good face, so I don't. I don't even try. Yeah. I don't even try. It's all good. Well, that's what we want here, man. We want and we want everybody to have fun and great discussion. And but that's why 100%. I said this is gonna. This is an awesome panel tonight, and I have a feeling. That retry, it might just get a little salty and a little crazy. And uh, let's have <laughs> yeah. some fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. We can get into uh, the next topic, which is uh, the official Xbox podcast, their their business talk, and uh, everything that, that went down with Phil Spencer, uh, Sarah Bond, and, and, and Peaches, Matt Butte. Um, yeah, I was... I kind of feel like this is one of those things where the world of twitter and journalism set us set us up to be like oh shit the uh 
the earth is cracked in half. Like it's all going to hell. <laughs> What's happening? And then we find out it's only four games and those games are, I mean, I think we can kind of guess what they probably are. I think, what was it? Uh, I think we think, uh, see it thieves, maybe grounded for the live service games. Uh, maybe I think people are saying pentiment, uh, and hi-fi rush might be, we don't even yeah. know because Phil didn't tell us, which is probably the only thing that really bothered me during this. I was kind of like, ah, damn more of like, you know, it's kind of like a PR thing. I was like, well, that's going to be a top. That's going to be a topic. People are going to be pissed off that you didn't tell them what those four games are. Here we go. Um, but honestly, I don't think it's that big of a deal for, for me personally, but, um, I think what we can do, Dave, I sent you, uh, a ton of clips. Yep. Um, so I wish sorry we had about numbered that. them. Is the only thing I wish. I, we had I can actually tell you. I know I should have numbered them. My bad. Buddy. It's okay. No, no. Uh, I can tell you which one to play play first because I have them in order on my desktop. But awesome. um, we'll start with Phil. It's called Phil Four Games to PS. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Wait a second, but you keep talking. I'll pull it up. All right. Yeah. So I was done talking, but it's we're good. Uh, I'll just uh, doing things with my hands. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Um, I was just uh, for me, I was disappointed to to not hear what those four games were. But I also understand they want to make maybe a little bit of a spectacle of those games that are they're releasing on PlayStation slash Nintendo? Cool. Question mark. Still, you not gotta imagine sure. like that. Maybe the Nintendo Direct potentially there could be a game there yeah. or something like. Mm -hmm. If they have plans for the marketing and have already been working right. with some of those people, they're not going to sit here at their podcast thing and because the community freaked out, be like, "Screw all of our partners, screw all the developers' plans and everything like that." <laughs> all the plans got, go to we shit. We just got to right. make sure your Twitter is satisfied. We got right to. You know, are you like, okay? Are you yeah, okay, like, Xbox? <laughs> I think he did everything he could do without saying specifically what the games were by saying. Sure what kinds of games they are and what the criteria mm -hmm. was, right? So he answered the question without really answering yeah. the question. <laughs> That's you know? why he's the master of PR. <laughs> I look, I'm not I'm not one of these I'm not like Fire Phil. I'm not one of those guys. I think that's I, I, I saw that on Twitter again. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Um, this guy <laughs> literally literally saved Xbox and we're but we're going after his throat for some games going over because they want to make more money. They're a corporation, they're gonna want to make more money. But let's let's play this one, Dave, and we'll kind of go through the line of the different uh, and kind of like we'll play we'll play a clip and we'll go through our thoughts. So it's gonna be a lot of clips, guys. So buckle up. Go for it, Dave. I'm not hearing audio. Yeah, no audio. I can't hear it either. I figured out what that problem is, and I will fix it now. Dun, right. dun, dun. Sorry. Ah, oh, you're fine, man. It happens. Like I've done that a million times. Just kidding. Let's see. What's going on, chat? We got uh, how many people we got? We got about 150 here live with us tonight. Thank you guys for coming out, as always. Um, memberships one dollar. I know I already said that we'll whore ourselves out tonight. It's fine. Uh, yeah, four dollar. Join oh, us if you goodness. can. Let's it's hot dog night here. Lord have mercy. Uh, fill four games. There we go. Let's see if this works to the other consoles. Yep, good. Um, just four games. Not a change to our kind of fundamental exclusive strategy. Uh, it is, we're making these decisions for some specific reasons. Um, we make every decision really with the long-term health of Xbox in mind. 
Um, and long-term health of Xbox means a growing platform, our games performing, building the best platform for creators, um, reaching as many players as we can. We're always looking to learn as a leadership team um, and to grow. And we think this is an interesting point in time for us to use what some of the other platforms have right now um, to help grow our franchises. So we're going to do that. So these four titles, what are they? Can they? Can you say? I'm not going to name those games. The teams that are building those games have announced plans that are not too far away. As we know, game teams put a lot of energy into their announcements with the partners. So um, I don't want to take anything away from those teams. Um, so I won't be talking about the titles specifically, but I, I think when they come out, um, it'll make sense. Can we say if either of those titles are Starfield or Indiana Jones? They are not Starfield or Indiana Jones. We made the decision that we're going to... Oh, man. I'm so sorry, Reforge. <laughs> okay, was that it now? <laughs> hmm. Hey, Reforge. All right. I, we're gonna, we're, I, think we'll, I think what we'll do uh, is kind of like play the clip, get, give everyone our thoughts so we can kind of really deep dive into this. So this is, is going to be a deep dive, guys. We might not get to all the topics tonight because I really want to kind of hammer mm -hmm. hammer this this home. But I'll start with you, Mav, at the top. What are your thoughts about the clip that we just saw and everything that uh, Philly Boy just told us? I thought, I, first off, I was actually surprised that they specifically addressed what the games weren't. Right, because yeah, I went, when I that was my initial like thought in my head is like, oh, they're actually going there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because when they said like, oh, we're not going to say what the four games are, like corporate PR stuff. Right. Usually they don't go too much into that kind of stuff, right? But Agreed. This, was, this was specifically for the community to like say, guys, yeah. chill the hell out, right? There's some there's some fake news out there. Like, whether well, this is not happening, these aren't specifically happening right now. <laughs> they. Now, later on, they go into saying, you know, other things like keeping an open mind about things in the future and all that kind of stuff. They're going to learn from this. Right. And I'm sure we'll play that clip, too. But mm -hmm. uh, as far as these, like they were kind of specific about what kind of games they are. They said there's specific reasons why they were there. And uh, for me, I was always looking at this as a perspective. I didn't really care regardless, like no matter because I, I just as a consumer, it doesn't affect me personally. Right. Mm -hmm. There's but there's other things later in this that would have affected me way more as a consumer that I would have had problems with if they didn't yeah. address here yep. as well. So yep. that stuff was way more important to me than, than the, these games going somewhere else or not. And that was mm -hmm. the thing I was just baffled about the community in general, that people jumping off of the ledges because of rumors. Right. Yep. And, but it was interesting to hear specifically, it is not Indiana Jones. Because I remember after that reveal, everybody, that was a big topic. Right? Oh, yeah. This 100%. is the first time they've actually addressed that that's an exclusive. Right? Like, that that's kind of... I mean, outside, outside of what we saw from the FTC where it wasn't and then it was. Right. You know what I mean? Outside of what right. they didn't want to tell us. Yeah. But after right. the reveal, remember at the... At the uh, um, direct yeah there was a, they didn't have like all the language and stuff that they would normally have and stuff right so right as far as them actually talking to the community like this was really kind of the first time that they've kind of addressed that right so that was interesting i remember how many people were asking is it coming to playstation all this stuff all those videos right after indiana jones was announced right no more <laughs> you don't get to uh -huh. do that for a while right you can say maybe in the future but right now we know where it's launching first right then also was Starfield, because Starfield, 
was the one that to me set the community on fire. Oh yeah. Once once that once the Xbox era report came down and that went and spread around throughout the community, right? And yep. then I feel I think it was Nate the Hate who was originally one of the yeah. first ones to break. Nate, it was this, Nate first, yeah. Uh, went and he also doubled down on that, right? And then then you start seeing all a bunch of backtracking and stuff going on. Then you see Nate the Hate actually pull back, and he was like, you know, uh, I did some more checking, and <laughs> I've done the extra extra due extra diligence extra checking here, <laughs> and. I, and I am retracting the Turns fact that, the, that uh, Starfield is coming to uh, other platforms, and it's uh, I'll take the L. Once I saw that, mm. you look at these insiders and what the motivations would be, engagement, and all these other kind of things, right? Obviously, for you know being in content creation, you would think there's no motivation for somebody to go out there and take an L like that publicly when everybody else is against yeah, right. the grain. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, there's something here this probably the starfield is probably not legit right but then you had mm -hmm. xbox era double down on it right again kind of saying they stand behind their sources and stuff so it's like okay well so then we see this and phil's clearly like this is not starfield but also kind of the other language about the games they were kind of looking at and all this kind of stuff and i just honestly believe maybe is a consideration at some point or whatever and they're kind of having meetings and all this kind of stuff but I don't think it was ever on the table for like this is actually happening like this year or anything like that. And I think the Do you think though do you think Mab that they looked there. at it at all though? Do you think it was like do you think they had like their whole gamut of games and they were just like maybe they looked at it and they just decided not to? You know what I mean? Or I, do you think they didn't even in your opinion, do you think they even didn't even look at Starfield and was just looking at other other games in general? The sad thing is we will never 100% know the answer to that question, but I would say it wouldn't surprise me if they were considering it, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, like, if, if you're this a company, right? trillion a dollar corporation and all these other things, the companies consider shit all the time. Right. And that's what some have been saying, like, and when a lot of these rumors started coming out, and it was like, considering, 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 right. the, but the emotional word is not considering. The emotional word no. is what the game is, right? Yeah. Gears of War. Starfield, Indiana Jones, you know, it's like, whoa, what is all of that? No, I didn't watch you yesterday, Nick. Sorry. No. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Sorry, Nick. You, no, can, Dave can correct us if, if uh, yeah. whatever is happening. I, don't, I didn't watch either. I'll pull my two cents here in a second. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So out of all of those, like those were the emotional things. The considerations were kind of overlooked by many in the community because it's like, how could they even consider this? You know what I mean? Like, you're just ruining Xbox and. Uh, for me, is always just like, let's see what they actually have to say, right? And when they actually said what they had to say, um, I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's cool, you know, whatever, right? And that's, I feel like if this was always the beginning part, yeah, there would have been some people upset, but like it wouldn't have gotten to what it did, you know? Mm -hmm. but, so anyway. Fair enough. Well, BM, you want to put, put in... Uh... Or I don't know, Dave. Did you want? Did you want to interject? I just want, um, I just want to, the, 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 the one thing I'll say um, because special Nick is in our chat. Yeah, and uh, and he is awesome and uh, a very credible member of the community. I, I want to say that to, yeah. to everybody up front. Uh, and you know what? Um, them doubling down and standing by it, it's like one thousand percent agree because you know they um, they get a lot of information. Nick does. 
Yeah, he and, was the first to break the uh, when the direct was right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so, and 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 sometimes you know in business as things develop and grow, things change. Nope, and don't want to hear that, Dave. Don't want to no, hear that. It's beyond you know. <laughs> it's you know beyond his control. I know. And I it, agree. And, and, some, and at some point, something like that is on the board. Put it this way: I'm not going to give Nick any hate uh, for for what he you know, for what he for what he said when he did because. He's been right more than he's been wrong. Oh, John, I mean, John wrote it up, right? It was John. Yeah, exactly. But 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 my, but no, my it's point John's is, fault. It's, no, <laughs> that is, that, so that's that's what we're going to blame is John. Damn it, John. No, Man. no. But I, I but I just I just I just kind of want to throw that for the simple fact that it's like you know even you know uh, Jez Corden and other people. They had a lot of opinions about things. And <laughs> they got did. a lot of crap. He didn't even say anything. He just said that yeah, games yeah. are coming. He didn't say anything specific. And he still got he still got shit. I was like, damn, y'all going up to Jez too? Yeah. Oh, okay. you know what? Maybe someday it may be. But for right now, yeah. it's not coming. Yeah. I, I, and I think yeah. that's that's kind of like the, the the context of the situation that people don't talk, you know, don't mention. Um it, I I know that uh, you know, John doesn't usually run with, with things like he, I don't Dude, I think John said he couldn't even sleep, yeah. dude. Like he lost that was could not have been an yeah. easy thing to hit publish on. I have no doubt that no, he I, was I, uh, wrestling with that. And, and I will also just like just I can't like say too much about it, but I know there's a few people that haven't said anything publicly that are that also are very credible uh, out there that you know off the record have said that was definitely a conversation. So I I, I think the context of the situation is like regardless of whether Starfield is or is not on the docket, it's still in discussion. They were never going to start. I, I don't think that they were going to lead with that. In my opinion, it always made sense that you're going to, if you're going to boil the frog, you don't, you know, you don't throw them in the boiling water, right? You throw them in the warm water, you, you warm it up slowly. And sure. these games kind of make sense from that standpoint. Now it doesn't mean that Starfield will come out, uh, you know, will get ported, but I do think that, the, the question of whether it's going to get ported wasn't necessarily supposed to be answered with this particular podcast. I think mm. this podcast was to kind of set the table for the fact that there is things that are going to get ported. Um, now, on that note, like to, to get away from just the rumors and, and who's right and who's wrong and all this other stuff, just right. kind of taking Bill at face value what he was talking about there. Um, one of the things he said there really kind of made me think about one of the slides that leaked from the ADK trials. Uh, there was one that there was a slide that basically showed the value of exclusives. And mm. you had on one side, you had the call of duties, these massive, massive games that like, Oh, we can't go exclusive of these because they make too much money. On one other side, you had these like little niche creative games. They mentioned, they mentioned uh cycle knots two in that category. They mentioned Fallout 76, which was a game that kind of lived, you know, it's basically kind of just hanging hanging by a thread thread there in terms of like whether it should get support or not. And we saw from the leaks like basically they threw that on PlayStation Plus to to justify continue to make content for that. And and then in the middle they had Starfield and then ironically uh, uh, Redfall was in the, in the middle mm. there. Is like these are the games that make sense for us as exclusives because these actually are the ones that you know build the brand, help bring people to Game Pass, the platform, whatever. So. Looking at it there, when you kind of like think about when they're talking, when he's talking about this is good for the health of the brand, I I believe, and this is just my opinions, trying to put piece to things together. I believe that Bill does believe that having these uh, the double finds, the tangos, 
uh, the arcanes when they're making th things that are not licensed games. Like there is a value to have those in your ecosystem, especially with Game Pass. But the challenge that they have is, is when they release these games, they don't do anything to move the needle, right? For the platform, for, for Game Pass. So from a, when in a business, a big corporation, you're either looking at everything from a standpoint is, is this providing a strategic advantage for us? Or right. is, it, is, it a, is it a financial benefit to us? And these like these little niche games don't provide either today. And I think that what he li like literally is trying to do is figure out a way to like, he knows that this stuff is going to be important for game pass, big picture, like just the, the, the overall, uh, the quality of that whole entire, you know, platform. And so uh, he wants, I think he's looking to try to protect some of these types of games, continue to have Sea of Thieves, continue to get support because it still is a cool thing people talk about. It's not making a lot of money anymore. Um, and so I think by by doing what they're doing today, he's setting these studios up. I, I think he's hoping to set these studios up for, to continue to be who they are down the road beyond the Phil Spencer era of, of, of Xbox, which who knows how long that is. I mean, who knows if it's even fully the Phil Spencer era of Xbox today, that mm. might even be a challenge. It might be a tug of war within the company now that they spent 69 billion. And now that you got Andy hood going, well, I'm disappointed with, this is the first time she's ever come out and said, I'm actually disappointed with sales this time. Uh, mm. Never. That's never True. happened in the past. And so you saw the cut, they they cut 900 1900 jobs they 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 cut the odyssey the project odyssey from uh, yeah Blizzard. that one hurt there there is a timeline where studios like double fine and tango could become call of duty support studios let's just be honest when when you move under the big machine that is microsoft and they did this in the past they did this with the xbox 360 generation when they went from okay we're trying to we're trying to like become cool and let's just throw everything at the wall. Let's not worry about whether everything's making money. We just want to, we want to try to be innovative and cool and make people know that we're different. We're taking chances. And then one day they're like, they went under the windows division and they're like, okay, we've matured and Oh, Mechasol doesn't make that much money. So let's cut FASA, you know, who made Mechasol and like FASA never made a bad game for them. They made uh Mechasol, They made uh uh, Crimson Skies. They made a Shadowrun game that was good. They got that got screwed up because Windows interfered with it. But like you know, they that 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 future could exist. And I think what they're trying to do right now is just make sure that these all these all these studios can continue to make games with some creative autonomy and all that other stuff, and mm -hmm. and find a better financial model for them potentially. And if they fail, yeah, I mean, there's a chance that these go to PlayStation. They don't sell a, a lake over there and it's probably more likely, right, than it is the other, the other side of that. Um, and, and there's a chance that some of these things, they stop doing as many of these creative niche things down the road, which would be a sad thing because uh, I know they could always go out to the indie the sector to, to get more of these games. But what's neat was when they do it internally, uh, they have an opportunity to take those successes and build up on them, right? And when it's a third party, you don't really get as much of that opportunity. So... Um, so yeah. that's the one thing that I picked out from it. And the other one was just like uh, it, some some of it when you kind of compare it to the rumors, it's like it's like that analogy where you know that your teen your daughter comes back from spring break and says she's got a, a dragon tattoo on her back, and then after you freak <laughs> out, after you freak out, she goes, oh, "I'm just kidding. I just got, but I got a belly button ring." And you're like, "All right, that's fine." <laughs> right. <laughs> that's kind of what it felt like for me too, and I think a lot of people. 
Like this it Valley sounded Bottom... like gloom, you know, everything was doomy, yeah. and then it was like, oh, it's it's just this. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the belly button ring like oh. turned out. The belly button ring would have been a big deal if they would have led with it, but because of we because we got the dragon tattoo yeah. first, uh, and, and that never <laughs> happened. The belly button ring is now people are like, okay, high fi rush is fine. <laughs> so. Right. Oh, yeah. Hey, Reggie, stand up and show me your tram stamp. Anyway. Oh, you. <laughs> All right, this guy. Uh, Silent Cypher. Welcome, brother. He is re-upping for eight months. Appreciate you, man. I'm going to have to play you. some games soon again. Uh, Adidas20 with the $5 says, he says, what stood out to me the most, uh, they are games that are over a year old, and they reached their limits on Xbox and P PC. People not playing those games anymore. I mean, well, well, I mean, like outside of the gas games, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I mean, obviously, Sea of Thieves is is super popular, and um, I think Grounded's still doing very well. I, as, I, uh, you know, I think if, the big, if, oh, biggest, the biggest, I think the biggest thing too he said like about this was that when he's describing the games that he's doing, like they're doing, right? Um, mm. That the two of them were the smaller games that weren't meant to really be like System moving sellers. the needle or yeah, you know yeah. those yeah. big draws to the right. ecosystem, right? Yep. You know, the other games are like the Starfields, the Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, right. You know, play, that like moves the needle. Blades, Your fables, you know? that moves right. the needle. Yeah. Those are yeah. the ones that are the big marketable type games. And I feel like because like of that statement, like he understands that's still value there to right. like for the ecosystem. To the to brand and the ecosystem. Yeah. As exclusives. So um but whether that could eventually change too like it will yeah, we'll, we'll see at some point um they may test the waters and i think like they alluded to also like later down the line years and years later it's going to be a more natural progression for all of these platforms yeah. and then we'll yeah. kind of see that erode but it's not like this doomsday scenario that this the community was kind of making everything out to be right driven by rumors and and uh speculation yeah fun. yeah not fun. not fun speculation not fun speculation not <laughs> no. not so fun unfun speculation shitty speculation bullshit yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so uh i think maybe maybe some people thought i was going to come at xbox era tonight or i was going to come at uh go go uh, for it Ver OBM's Verge. here he's on uh, the panel yeah, I mean, I think, well, look, if Nick said this, I'd give him I'd give him a hard time. But yeah. it was John. He's a yeah, nice guy. Oh, I've so had, had my rants on our channel. Like, I Nick a hard time anyways. He likes it. Immediately. <laughs> That's how you tell him. an Australian you like him is you. You, you, you get a yell on him. Yeah. That's true. They do love that. Like immediately after like when we saw that whole thing wrap up, I, I was like, what the hell was all that about, you bunch of you idiots out there spreading <laughs> all this bullshit for nothing, for nothing. You know, and it was like, it, but that's kind of how a lot of people felt in, in, in the moment. It's like, what has been, why was there this much chaos and doom and gloom and seven and a half hour spaces and people claiming that <laughs> xbox was dead and all of these things you know and it was just like what why and it didn't, none of it made any any sense now i don't again people gotta think for themselves right right and, yeah and and have some common sense here as well and and kind of just not jump off the ledge so easily at times yeah. you know what i mean in, in any direction you know uh, I, I, yeah. I, I do think there's people out there uh in 
in uh, notable or maybe even formerly notable positions that are poisoning the well a little bit, but I'll just leave it at that. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. look, yeah. I, I don't want to disregard anyone. Like if you're being genuine and you're, maybe you're going off the edge or ledge or whatever, you feel the way you feel and that, and that's fine. Uh, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to ride with you. I'm, I'm ride or die, uh, Xbox. Um, and you know, game pass is still alive. We'll play some, some other clips from this as well. Um, that's, that's what had me worried for a second. Some of the b b yeah. BS rumors that we heard. I know. See, Matt, well, when you were saying we were talking about that earlier, I knew exactly where you were going because that's that's what I was thinking. People lost their that's minds. I, I know. People were advocating for it. People were trying to say the Xbox should do this instead of giving away some of our games. Like I yeah. was like, losing my mind on that. I didn't. I did. I'm uh, right there with you, Mav. I saw a lot. Yep. Uh, I saw a lot of these polls, and they were almost 50 50. I saw the Iron Lords do it. I saw some other like prominent podcasts and Twitter guys do it. And I'm like, they're like, would you rather have exclusives or just like say F Game Pass? And half of them were like, keep all the exclusives, F Game Pass. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, <laughs> no. Like, what affects you as an individual? What exactly, more, Mav? You know? like, what affects your bottom line? What if fix your fucking dollar game pass can you do arithmetic arithmetic stupid come on man no let them have some games i want to keep being the cheap guy that i am i don't want my game pass to go away but we'll talk about that a little bit later too uh we have some other clips okay. and stuff uh i'll save my i'll save my dissertation yeah save that yeah we are going to kind of piece piecemeal this uh so i know sometimes we jump around we can't help it because you gotta you gotta say what you gotta say but uh the uh, grumpy shaman uh just became a youtube member so welcome sir appreciate you ma'am and welcome uh, to the over 220 people in the chat welcome guys. yeah absolutely guys thank you guys for coming out tonight uh if you want to play the next one uh this is more phil talk it's phil less exclusives over time give me one second yeah I think they might be in the order that I sent you in the. Well, when they downloaded, they they repopped. Did they go in a different order? Damn, I'm sorry. Yeah. Alphabetical. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah. what was the title again? It was Phil. What? Phil uh, less exclusives over Got time. It. Thanks, love. Got my wife making me some more tea. I thought you were talking to Dave. <laughs> Thanks, love. Yeah, I was. Exclusive games, games that are exclusive. Uh oh, is it, is it slowing down for you guys? One piece yeah, of hardware yeah. are going to be a smaller and smaller part of the game industry. And that's not some great insight because if you look at the last 10 years. Damn it. Maybe kill it, Dave, and bring it back. This is what happens to me all the time, too, in StreamYard when I do these videos. Chokes. All right. Freaking second, freaking reckon. <clears throat> Sorry, what? This is why I did it in small pieces, too, because I was hoping it wasn't going to give yeah. us the middle finger. You know what I mean? That's why there's so many damn clips. Right, right now, we're pretending we're the, the Helldiver uh, servers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what was the first word after Phil? Uh, it was uh, less exclusives over Got time. It. Okay. I see so real quick. I see Slowmo saying people's choice to choose exclusives over Game Pass day and date had less to do with arithmetic and more to do with the long term health of the brand. Based I, on I, assumptions I, that I get people that. made up in their brain over it had to be a one or the other scenario that never mm. existed in the first place, right? 
people were jumping. Do you have to a these fundamental like, belief that over the next five or ten years? Sorry, uh, people no, were jumping to these like conclusions about Xbox is bankrupt. It's all terms like that. Uh, Game Pass isn't sustainable. Game Pass is failing. They can't afford to put ABK games in there anyway. All these other kind of things about like, well, like what's better if we just get rid of Game Pass exclusive or day and date or we give other platforms the exclusives like it had to be a choice and like it never had to be a choice. That was just this weird hypothetical. But in doing so, you're putting the idea in their head by putting these polls out there and see letting them see that 60 percent of us are OK with games not being in Game Pass day one. It's like. I don't want them to see that. I want them to think that we're all going to abandon ship if it's the opposite, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to take, like, I I, I see Slomo's point, and that, that is a point I saw repeated a lot on Twitter and by other people. I, I can I can see, I heard, we heard erosion of, of brand mult, multiple times, but I think it's ignoring the writing that's on the wall. I think it's ignoring the future and pretending like it doesn't exist. I think it's ignoring the direction that everybody, including PlayStation, which we'll talk about later, is go is going in. I think we talked about this, Dave, we talked about this multiple times. I personally mm -hmm. think that Xbox is trying to be Tencent and it makes more sense <clears> because <throat> hardware ain't where it's at. It's software. I so I mean, and, and if, if this you know, works, well, yeah, and go for it. And and subscription, but oh yeah, let's and subscription. I'm, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna remove myself. I can still see. I'm still control everything. Yeah. To see if that see makes if it helps. It not stutter. Yeah. Let me see this. All let's right, see. we can try it. Fundamental belief that over the next five or ten years, exclusive right games, games that are exclusive to one piece of. One piece of hardware would become the less and less in the end. Are going to be a smaller and smaller part of the game industry. <laughs> I can help Phil expand on that. Uh, yeah, that's not some great insight. Because you look at the last. You want to play? You pretend to be Phil. Damn it! I'm sorry, guys. I think I think we all know what he said, right? It's yeah. Pretty much, like it's yeah. Uh, it, it's it's going to become smaller part of the industry over time, and as such, we saw the comments from PlayStation the other day in their in their call that you know they see that too, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, and it's one of the interesting things because, uh, so I, I understand what Slomo was saying. I actually, me, me and Slomo and some others have had conversations about this, and I agree with Slomo on a lot of things, but this is the one yeah. thing. Um, what it was actually interesting, Slomo, was actually uh, there is a graph that you showed a long time ago, a few years back, that was showing, that sticks in my mind, that actually kept, uh, helps me uh, have this conversation with you now. But it was one that was showing like the trends where people were expecting where where the analysts are expecting the industry to go and how much is going to be made up of console, PC, uh, mobile, you know, and when you when you looked at how everything was trending, PC is still supposed to keep growing. Console is barely going to keep pace with uh, inflation over, you know, if we start looking over by the, the, the like end of this decade, it's actually going to be shrinking uh, relative to inflation and everything like that. And um, and I think that a lot of what he is saying there is is regarding sort of like where the trends are, where the opportunities uh, exist. And I understand like for for the for the people in the Xbox community that are really hardcore say, no, I'd rather have the exclusives. 
the ones that are not console war, and I don't want to say like they're not all, not a hundred percent of them are all saying that because they want to just win this, you know, this you know fake console war that doesn't really exist anymore. I think a lot of people say that because they're afraid that the, the, the all the digital games they've invested in uh, will you know go away or not be supported. Right. Yeah, not digital library. Hardware. Yeah, a lot of people they, are scared about that. Or, understandably or or the other part is it's like hey i really love this ecosystem this is where i like to be i like the controller i got my friends here i i, I want when when third parties come out with games i want them to still come here and that's what they that's what they're afraid of that's why they think they 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 need these sales i things are changing and that is not no longer even uh the, the health of your digital library and the third-party support are no longer connected to console sales, even within the console. And I think that's a, a thing that's hard for people to get their heads around. There is evidence of this besides, so like if, if you look at, if you look at um, a, another thing I'd point to that leaked from the ABK trials, like they, they basically said, Hey, by 2030, we were aiming for a hundred million game passes, for example. Mm-hmm. Um now we know they're behind that, right? So let's just say it's like they're they're still on track for eighty million or whatever it is they're they, they're hoping to hit. Um, but even going back to like what their projections were, if they project zero growth in in console, but they're they're saying they're going to hit a hundred million, where is the rest of that coming from? Like, right? We know yeah. there's only like twenty five million or so that are like not core that are that are on their uh, ultimate. Console. Yeah, that are on that are on ultimate today. So obviously they believe they're going to be growing their ecosystem through PC, through cloud, through other, uh, your TV, you know, like yeah, mobile, handhelds, whatever, all these other types of devices. So, and, and what I, you know, believe, and I believe this for a while that they're eventually going to merge the PC and the console and the cloud. And they've hinted at it for a while. Phil Spencer, even when he interviewed Jez, uh, did the interview with Jez back in December, talked about, you know, streaming your entire ecosystem, your Xbox uh, everywhere, right? And there was a leak on that now today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk, yeah. I talked to him about it. And 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 I do believe that is the vision. And so whether they get third-party support is not going to be based on the console sales. And you can even see that today because why would Sega, a company that did not support the Xbox One fully, they didn't release Persona and they didn't release... Uh, Yakuza on the Xbox One. Why are they making play anywhere games now? And they're they're putting the full slate on there. And so it's obviously not because Xbox is doing great in Japan. It's obviously not because they're doing great in console sales lately. Uh, and then why is Square suddenly going? Oh, okay. Well, I guess we're going to come over Xbox. It's not because of sales, mm. right? So I, I th- what Microsoft is doing right now is they're selling this vision that it's going to be everywhere. They're going to do it with other things, other, you know, what's going to attract people to the ecosystem is not going to be what always used to attract people to the ecosystem. And, and in the meantime, they need to figure out how to still keep kind of making money. And so I think right now what they're trying to do is thread that needle uh, between where they're at today and where they're going. And I, I, I do think exclusives do matter still today to the brand, to the mind share, to people being comfortable, right. you know, yeah. but, but I think they're going to matter less and less when everybody feels like they're steam. And that's eventually what everyone's yeah. going to feel like, like you're just going to be an app. PlayStation's going to be an app. Xbox is going to be an app. Everybody's going to be sitting on, on these devices where they're all, these apps are next to each other. And that's not an if it's just a when, and uh, you know, some people have different opinions and timelines, but that, but the general thing of what he's saying, I do believe all the data is is pointing to say that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely 
understand like the digital library fear and the third party support fear because of like like you were saying obm like old mentalities that it's attached to the number of consoles consoles that you have so people are like well when if the console is selling less and less why would a third party bother coming on to the system that is making them less and less money is is the you know is the juice work that work the squeeze essentially right because if they yeah. weren't porting them before why the hell would they port them now um but i to your point i think the ecosystem itself is is changing um and we've been seeing it for a long time but now i think it's in our face so people mm -hmm. are very much picking their sides and on what they think Xbox should do and what they shouldn't. But uh, <laughs> what, what are you pointing at, Dave? <laughs> uh, in your face. Yeah, in your, in your face, sucker. I think the last thing to consider is people keep looking at this generation as like a brand new generation. It's really, we are still an extension of the 2013 Xbox One PS4 generation. Once yep. things went digital uh and started going cross generation you know support it basically it, it's like a it's almost like a pc gamer upgrading a gpu this time or or an apple user upgrading a phone it's not really uh people aren't starting over again it's it's the 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 price you pay to move to from PlayStation to Xbox or Xbox to PlayStation is significant. And it's not just the cost of your games. It's you're giving up, you're going to have to rebuild your friends list. You, you have your digital libraries with your games that, that you play forever that are right. there. Uh, it's you're, you're switching from your achievements to trophies or vice versa. You got your favorite controller. You're p paying a big price to move from one thing to another or a handful of games when, when there's thousands of games and there's lots of substitutes for almost every genre that comes out. And so, you know, like when you look at all the top, the, the games that sell the most and that are played the most, they are still being made for the Xbox One and PS4. And that is one of the reasons why I think sales are slowed down. And it almost doesn't even matter that they slow down because the, the user bases, the active users are staying the same, right? It's yeah. like mm -hmm. even the Xbox, Xbox's user base when they sold more towards the beginning of this generation, didn't change a lot. When they sold less in the last year, it didn't change a lot. It's it's now no longer correlating. And I think your third party support is going to be more based off of how many active users are in your ecosystem every year, and and right. then what are and then what are they doing within that ecosystem? Are they buying stuff or not? Right. So that's that's really what it's going to come down to. Not not how many consoles you sold because that doesn't tell any story. Anymore. A hundred percent. But I think people will t take what you're saying. Right. And, and they'll twist that. Well, that means they don't need to make a console. Right. Right. No, yeah. they need to yeah. you need to keep the, so, these, these 40 million. That's a really good point. That's a, that's these a big 40 chunk million, of people though. It's a huge, they're the, they're the evangelists for game pass. They're the right. people that are giving you the mind share of all the games you're releasing. They are profitable. Even Tim Stewart, you know, F Tim Stewart, like he's the guy who probably wants to support everything. Like even he says yeah. that they, this is a profitable the, the Game Pass users, the, the the core gamers right now on Xbox are very profitable. It's not that they don't want to keep you. They want, they need, they really need the current Xbox 40 million people to build that bridge to everywhere. Like the, you, you well, really are yeah. the center point and they still are important. That's why you're going to still keep getting hardware as well. And that's why, you know, when people, you know, I, I understand that people have those fears, but like I personally, yeah. like I try not to insult anybody. Um, right. But I think that it, la it lacks a lot of rational thinking within looking at what Microsoft has built with their ecosystem and the digital library 
and all the things that they've been doing within it to have the fear that that is going away. Right. So it's just, it's just not for me. There's like, I, I can't get behind that idea when they've been innovating in that space, in the digital ecosystem more than anybody else in the Mm -hmm. the games industry. Right. They've been pushing that forward more than anybody else in the industry, giving you more access points than anybody else in the industry to have the fear that that is at risk, that storefront that is so multifaceted that reaches so many people doesn't equate in my mind, right? Now, if you want to say, well, I'm afraid that they're not going to make high-end hardware for me anymore to access that ecosystem because I'm a console gamer, I can understand that slightly more. Yeah, I but, can too. But I always felt like that. this is where the industry was going to where the devices that we're going to get as console game enthusiasts will be sold to us more for what we are enthusiasts because we are no longer the mass market right game gaming mass market used to be console gaming right mm-hmm. it's not anymore we're just a portion of it and it's actually the share of that is actually decreasing even if console sales kind of stagnate or slightly stay the same because there's a lot of us stubborn old uh, dudes that just love <laughs> to play on consoles right uh-huh. which i i am one i had six xboxes in my house right mm-hmm. they're going because we are the people that spend the most money right yeah. We are the people that talk about it the most. We follow it the most. We spread the messages the most. All those things that you said, they're going to have good reason to make dedicated hardware for the core enthusiasts, right? And they, I think they always will. The, the key is now, because it's actually has to be less of a mass appeal item that's like, we actually might get more creative and interesting things than we've ever gotten before because they're kind of unleashed to do what we potentially want most as gamers. Right. Instead of like, how is this going to sell to the most people at the cheapest price? And, and that, and that kind of thing. Now it's like, how do we get these dorks, these geeks, these nerds to want to spend this much money on a box. Right. And like, I want, I'll, I'll take that all day. You sell me mm-hmm. a $700 box that I know is, these uh, these developers are g- going to have poor optimization and all that shit, but my my game, my game console can brute force that shit to 60 frames or 120 frames or whatever. I'll take that, right, every day of the week. Now give me a hardcore handheld, too, that uh, that's dockable and all this stuff and, like, do some other interesting things. Who knows? But with how big they are now, like, people just still think of Xbox as, like, this little little brother that's trying to make an yeah. impact in the industry they got abk they're they can massive. easily yeah it's almost, people are pretending like they can easily just like the wind's gonna blow too hard and they're just gonna go away like we're yeah, past that uh, phil oh, yeah. made sure that didn't happen because it almost did and now now they're a juggernaut they're the big one of the biggest publishers in the world and i exactly. I'm, I'm with you mav it's it's weird uh i think people are just taking this to extremes out of fears for their console and i and i get that i definitely get it uh, 100%, guys, but I, I, I don't think jump it's, in here real quick. it's an issue. Go ahead, Diff. Sorry, going to jump in real quick. Uh, welcome out to over uh, 250 people in the chat. Thank you so much for being here. We have a couple of quick super chats I want to make sure we so, get because I don't want uh, to just draw him. And also, I do have something I want to play for you guys real quick. It's a real short, but I want I want actually not play it. It's something I just want to show you. It's <laughs> along with what OBM was talking about as far as digital 
uh, goes. So let's do these super chats real quick. All right. Uh, anonymous boss with the ten dollars says salute everyone phil spencer is very smart he wants to penetrate the mobile gaming space pause gathering those gamers <laughs> and increase game pass numbers i can't help myself by the way are you guys ready for the next fable and gears six uh, yes. yes yes, yes and sir. yes absolutely appreciate that man uh ray ray just became a member for a month i appreciate you man thank you ray ray thanks ray we appreciate you buddy yeah. That's awesome. And here we go. Sith Lord, uh, welcome. Sith Lord with the $2 says, my afternoon was ruined, but you all made my night. Thank you, sir. Uh, appreciate, you, appreciate you, Sith. That. Thanks for coming out, buddy. Right, so um, what I wanted to show real quick. Yeah, I do and it. I'll just, just real quick, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. And then I also, um, just whenever you're ready for the next clip, we'll, we'll give it another try, but a different yeah. clip. <laughs> <You're>, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna we're going to try a different one, a smaller one. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's see. Share the screen talking myself through it because i don't screw things up there we go all right so you guys see that yeah okay so i thought this was pretty cool that jez has a new article on windows central uh, talking yep. about the um his um, xbox lead phil spencer says microsoft is aiming uh, to let you be able to play your own the ones that you own yourself digital right. games on the cloud this year that's going to be big yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. That it's this that kind of announcement almost gives me the backwards compatibility feeling like when they mm -hmm. announced that. When I saw this, uh, I mean we they've been talking about this Phil this isn't a secret or anything. Like Phil's been talking about mm -hmm. this for a while. So we right. knew it was coming. Um I just kind of forgot about it to be honest with you, and it's good to see that it's still alive and kicking and Phil's saying it's going to happen this year. I'm glad Jez came out with the article. This yeah. was on our list of topics because but I had it as a like Rumor, I don't know, because anyone, I could have made that in Photoshop, what what, what happened with this this conversation between these guys. So I was like, is yeah. this another fucking bullshit rumor that we're going to talk about and it's going to end up not being true? Um, but Jez, uh, I guess, uh, back this up. It's so good, too, because like like I have you know, Elden Ring digitally, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'd like, be nice to be able to just put your, you know, your whatever source of uh, mobile that you want to play on. And sure. then just be able to cloud stream it on your stream deck or whatever. Be, that would be awesome. Sorry. So carry yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, uh, to another point, we know Diablo is coming. Diablo 4 is coming uh, yes. March 28th. Um, but again, that obviously shouldn't be, it shouldn't be touching cloud because of what's, you know, because they had to outsource that to, yeah. to Ubisoft. But again, it sounds like, and I kind of always expected this, it sounds like Xbox is gonna just cut some sort of deal so they get it anyways. Yeah. That's what I always expected to happen, was Xbox be like, okay, Ubi, like, yep. you know, we shook hands a deal. We need to still be able to get those, you know, without making the consumer actually have to pay more uh, for those titles. But, um, yeah, I think that's a cool thing. I'm look, definitely oh, looking dude, forward to that. And shout out to Ubisoft real quick because I think they're the only ones that give you the dual entitlement like with their subscription service. Uh, because oh. if you subscribe to Ubisoft Plus, like you can play the games on PC or Xbox. That's which awesome. is awesome. Mm -hmm. And you get you get cross progression, all the all that stuff. Just like just like That's uh, a good Game point, Mav. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's just like one of those perks. I, I I guess I did know about that, but now, like you say it out loud, it's like, yeah, they didn't have to do that, but I guess they're kind of like well, Xbox in I that way. Originally, it wasn't like that, and they like added it. In. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, they that's should awesome. for seventeen ninety nine a month, in my opinion. Yeah. But that's. <laughs> 
Everyone knows how I feel about the Ubisoft one, but, but they probably, also give you like yeah. the ultimate edition of the game. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I do forget about that added added value right there for sure. And I'm probably gonna do it for Prince of Persia anyway. So I'll just shut the hell up, anyways. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I would try maybe try the uh, Sarah Sarah All Games. Should be the oh, yep, I don't know which it. order it is. Right? It's a smaller. Well, of our so games are one. always in Game Pass, and so I'm excited to announce, you know, with the coming together that we had with Activision Blizzard King, that Activision and Blizzard games are coming to Game Pass, starting with Diablo 4 on March 28th, which I'm super super excited to share today, and it's all part of our commitment to make Xbox the Xbox experience and the games that we build as widely available as possible. So now the 34 million Game Pass members can all enjoy the fantastic experience of Diablo 4. There you go. Diablo 4 nice. coming coming soon. Uh, maybe work. maybe not on the timeline everyone wanted, but uh, seems like this is the first of maybe the drip feed. I don't know if it's going to be I, I feel like it's going to the ABK stuff's gonna kind of come over time, but um, mm. any thoughts on that, guys? On the whole Diablo thing and uh, about ABK in general, other games coming uh, on any timeline for you? No, not the late ports. I mean, obviously, yeah. the Call of, du Call of Duty being day one is going to be a monster, and that, that you know, we it's going to be interesting to see what this new world is with Game Pass. One of the things that you know, out of all these rumors, the ones that did concern me the most was had to do with game pass and right uh, to, to me like when they do move into that thing i just described a few minutes ago mm -hmm. that world where you're basically an app or a launcher on every damn device and everybody's everywhere you know we, when you get into that world you, you, right now steam dominates that world on pc and then uh you got nvidia dominating that world on in cloud like they got 25 million users on their uh you know their their GeForce, uh, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, GeForce now. Stream, GeForce now. And, and I mean, they're catching up to <laughs> Xbox users. Dude, console. I know. And, and that's, that's kind of wild. And I do, and I do think people under underestimate because I think because of like our experience with the Crackdown demo and, mm. you know, be, the fact that they've been talking about it way too early for too long, I think, you know, before they were really ready to, to deliver on anything, we don't really take it that seriously anymore because we're used to hearing about it and it just goes one ear and out the other. But I do think that that stuff is going to start to play a real role now in, in like Game Pass growth and everything in the near future. So it's really, really, it's really uh, great, to, great to hear that they're still doing the day one stuff and that Call of Duty doesn't seem like it's going to be an exception to that rule because in that world, uh, Game Pass is really the differentiator, right? It's like the reason yes. why, why, why is a Steam gamer going to even like bother with the Xbox ecosystem? The only thing they have that really differentiates themselves from Steam is that Game Pass. And I think that can coexist, right? You can probably have somebody in the same device who's a hardcore Steam loyalist if you fix the damn, you know, app store, all that stuff and make it easy for them to use. There that's actually a very that's a nice compliment to to Steam. It's a nice compliment if you're a PlayStation gamer and it's only a click away. It's a nice compliment if you're a Nintendo gamer and it's only a click away. So I think that mm -hmm. it's going to be really interesting to see kind of what happens now with ABK involved. Yeah. Uh, there's one. There's one more Dave that we'll play for, that comes from Sarah. It's called Sarah Game Pass Always Day One. Why don't we play that? Because OBM was basically just talking about that. Because I think that's what uh, the fears that Mav and I probably had that yeah. were similar, and we'll go into 
the rumor that we heard about that, uh, which was clearly debunked right here. Okay, it was Sarah. What? Uh, but it's Sarah Game Pass always day one. Got it. It should be the only other Sarah one, I think, in there. Oh, maybe no, there's, there's another one. Others. There's another one. Sorry. One other, yeah. There yeah. we go. You're playing on a platform where you get to access Game Pass. And all of the games from our incredible range of studios will always launch in Game Pass day one. And you're playing on a platform that's dedicated to you, like player-first features, cross-play, cross-save, cross-progression, uh, backwards compatibility, uh, being able to play your games in your library anywhere you want because of the investments that we make in cloud gaming. And so you're playing somewhere where you're investing and you know you get to take the games forward with you and across all of the screens where you are. And I think most importantly, Xbox is a place where you know when you're investing in Xbox, you're investing somewhere that is dedicated to making games more successful and creators more successful so that they can invest more to bring even better experiences to you all of the time. There it is. Frog, froggy says, play all the Sarah you want. Yeah, I know where you're going with that, Froggy. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Let's, uh, uh, let's get Mav's uh, viewpoint on this. Yeah, absolutely, Mav. Yeah. I'm guessing Mav heard the same rumor that I did, and maybe he was in panic mode for a little bit well, on, on the Game Pass side. That started to be a big question because it's like, what would they do? Because, you know, ABK is, even if they didn't, like, necessarily not have to do it, like, exclude it like just it is that extra little thing that it's like okay how much money are we going to make by not including it in the game right pass, right like and yes. that's like what you don't know if those money people are going to win out in that, that argument there right is like, well so this was for me thinking what i saw was the best vision going forward for the future of the ecosystem is to double down on what your vision was right and yep. I feel like there's a lot of panic and paranoia in the end and in the community and games media and all these different things about numerous things. There's just going on so far with crazy rumors and stuff, but this was one that I felt like had the most like potential plausibility, plausibility yeah, to it. I, and I, I agree. Now, if ABK in itself was held out, right, that would still be something like, okay, I actually, kind of understand it but I don't you can get it but you don't have to right, right. exactly exactly um, Matt. so i i didn't want to see that happen and like i feel like this this statement they like this statement here was the strongest of the entire thing for me because me too the community was all paranoid about the ecosystem about the digital library about all this kind of stuff projecting weakness with xbox projecting a failure within the Xbox model, right? Mm -hmm. And I going into whatever they were doing, I felt like all along what they needed to do, um, we talked about this on a couple shows about what do they need to do at this, whatever they have is like, they need to restore people's faith in the future of their hardware, and they need to restore people's faith in the future of their ecosystem and the strength of their ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And how so that was gonna be curious what kind of info or what kind of news was gonna be here and it, it like was it gonna be bad or were they gonna have to explain new game pass models or certain or and all these kind of things within this but mm. instead what they did is like hey we're doubling down on what we're doing and what works for us and the, we are happy with the way that our systems are, are. we're happy with the fact that all of our games go in day and date and in fact this is part of the reason why we got abk to put those games into Game Pass day one, 
and we are going to continue to drive that as our as our big fundamental selling point to our ecosystem which is value and consumer features and access like all of these different things are their fun and they've used this word too later uh, when talking about compatibility talking about cross progression mm-hmm. talking about uh, all those like consumer friendly features that we take for granted on xbox right like when people are losing all this faith and everything i'm like telling people like if you compare it to the other consoles, the right. other pla- actual console platforms, because that's what people are still making these arguments for Xbox and their fear of their future. The next Switch is about to be announced at some point, right? And we don't even know if that's going to be backwards compatible right now. There's actual right. good arguments people are making back and forth about if they're going to do that. And it's just, with Xbox, you don't really have that concern, you know? Like, in PlayStation, like I said before, you can't even use a PS4 controller on a PS5. Why? Mm. Just because they choose not to let you so they can Money, sell baby. more controllers, right? Like, there's so many different things that we take for granted there. And when it talks about compatibility and faith going forward in your purchases, I have way more faith in as for a console platform, Xbox, and any of the others. Plus, that'll yeah. give you dual entitlement for the PC games for first party. And also a lot of third-party games, because if they get in the Game Pass and, and become purchasable that way, you get them also in the, in the Xbox PC store a lot of times too, right? So um, there's lots of those reasons. And they kind of doubled down on the selling points of the Xbox ecosystem that we as gamers a lot of times take for granted because the other platforms don't do it. Um, but then also yep. saying that we're doubling down on Game Pass. Uh, all of you people that are concerned about it, you can still be concerned. It's for years this was going on, but it was from the PlayStation sign. Oh, is uh, is Xbox sustainable? Is Game Pass sustainable? Is Xbox profitable? Is is Game Pass going to be able to be okay? Is it bad for gaming? Is it bad? But the last couple of weeks, it was the Xbox guys doing it, and I'm like, what are right. you guys doing? Just, like the financials just came out, and they were. I know, like we were profitable, and all of a sudden, no, we're not. Two weeks <laughs> yeah. later, I was like, how the math ain't mathing, guys? It it was fine before. They, yeah. they created this illusionary problem that did not exist for the sake of an argument about because of a fear. Right. And all this just cemented. And the, the reason I think it was strongest, because for me as a consumer, that's what I care about is my own experience. Right. Yeah. And they just told me, Sarah Bond told me, I'm going to get all those games in the Game Pass. And she just told me that I'm not losing all those other features and all that other kind of stuff. And that has me every reason to be happy and excited going forward because my dollar spent in the xbox ecosystem just got more valuable yeah absolutely mav mm-hmm. thank you basically mav just said everything i was thinking mav had the same concern i did because we always worry about the money guys making decisions and i'm like this one uh, i'm not gonna say who said it but someone mentioned that call of duty might not see game pass because they might parse it out because they could probably make more money outside of game pass uh and i was like crap that actually yeah. kind of makes sense i'm like please don't happen nope. i can tell that you won't. right now i would have ripped microsoft a whole new asshole if that happened i promise you um i if there was no more ABK day one. Game Game Pass Daily does not become Game Pass Daily anymore. I'm changing the fucking name. I'm I'm going Tim Dog on y'all. Uh, I would I would have done that. I would you know to me that would have been a terrible move. Um, you set a history and a precedent uh, of uh, of every consumer expecting 
all your games to come day one. Yeah. I'm so, and, and it's she sad that she had always. to say that. Always. That's exactly mad. Yeah. I was just going to say that. She let us know, not just today, the future. You don't have to worry about it. The expectation is every single first party game is coming day and day, which is what I've been telling everybody. Cause I, I got people uh, that'll DM me and be like, do you really think like all the game? Yes, always. Cause that's what they've done. And that's why they, their history has told me. And that's what I expect in the future. Thank you, uh, Sarah, for, for bringing that home and just letting everyone know, at least on the game pass side, it's not going to affect our pockets. We're going to save money because ABK for me, was a big deal. Cause I always buy COD. I like the blizzard games. That's at least $140 a year that I would have had to spend extra you know what I mean? If they decided to to pull that BS, but uh, luckily they they didn't, and that's not what they're doing. But uh, one bad mother, do you want to add anything uh, to to this topic on the whole game pass thing? And Sarah, just you know, easing our just fears, the, I guess. Just a little one, since I know I've talked so much already, okay. and, and and I and I pretty much agree a hundred percent with what Mav was saying, except for one little point. You said double down. I think it's like more like seven times down. Yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah. just correcting the math on that. A little bit. I mean, you're taking a seventy billion dollar company and putting their their games day one, and that and, yeah. and it's because they everything they make is our monsters, and mm -hmm. the fact that they are going day the the, the assumption that they're going to stay day one with those games is is telling us everything we need to know in terms of what they think for the viability viability of their original vision, you know, for Game Pass, right? So right. that's that's awesome and that's exciting. That's probably the most exciting thing to uh, to come out of that. Yeah, I agree. Dave, you want to weigh in on that, or um, do you want yes. me to tell you the next thing to play? <laughs> no, I know what you. We, we put it in the chat. I, I'm gonna okay, play it right now. All right, let's 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 do this. Uh, and awesome. also, welcome out to everybody that's that's here, man. What a what a great uh, chat tonight. What a great panel, uh, dude. We are we are rocking, and I love it. And keeping the keeping it going. And uh, welcome, Hargy Johnny. We have Dreadpool joined us. Uh, I've been actually. I'm jumping in some of, some of the other podcasts that are going on right now and saying hi. <laughs> uh, they were, they were, Wilmy was like, uh, are you doing a show? Or magic, Wilmy. Exactly, exactly. All right, so. Pause time. Uh, right. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, like I said, there's so many so many great podcasts out there, and, 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 and just I just love it. So, all right, so holiday talk. Let's do it that hardware plays for us as a business for Xbox. When we look at our hardware, it really is, and Phil said this every, earlier, it's where you get like the most flagship seminal experience of Xbox. And it also represents a developer target. Our developers can build the specs of our hardware, and we invest to make sure they know when they do that, that the games are going to grow great on our hardware, but they're also going to be able to be accessed across any stream, any screen because of all the other investments we make. So we're giving them an easy way to access as many players as possible. And we actually have more creators right now building for Xbox than ever before thousands. by nature, yeah. thousands of them by nature of those investments. And we got more to come. There's some exciting stuff coming out in hardware that we're going to share this holiday. And we're also invested in the next generation roadmap. And what we're really focused on there is delivering the largest technical leap you will have ever seen in a hardware generation, which makes it better for players and better for creators and the visions that they're building. All right, let's set the scene. Uh, the technical leap, like this, this can go in a lot of different directions. I have no doubt OBM is ready to rear on this one. But uh, 
pause. Uh, I don't like. I don't know. Like some people, like I know, like your your average consumer, if they were to hear that, they I think they go right to resolution and frame rates. Yeah, and I personally right. do not think that's what this is. Yeah. I think it's AI personally. But go ahead, OBM, take it away, man. I know you <laughs> wanted to say some stuff on this, so go well, for it. I mean, and, I, and hopefully. Uh, yeah, if you guys had a, had thoughts on it, I don't want to take all all your your air because I've been talking a lot. But this it's is good. one this is one I'm actually excited about because you know one of the reasons I ever came to the Xbox ecosystem back in 2001, besides Halo, the thing that got me excited about uh, about Xbox back then is like they were they were really trying to do things completely different than what, what anything we were used to back then. And, yeah. you know, when I, when I helped the Xbox Aero team put that uh, book together, when I used to be with the site, I actually, you know, one of the things I was had to do is do a bunch of research on like the, the initial original Xbox and also did an interview with, with Ed Freeze about, you know, the, the, his experience with that. And it was interesting because Seamus, uh, uh, quote tweeted Tom Moore when, when he talked about the, the the biggest technical leap. And he says, you, the, you know, about the biggest technical leap you'll ever see in a generation. He basically said, hey, it feels like it's 2000 again. Everyone was worried about it, whether they sold out. But while they're simultaneously growing, like they're developing something amazing in secret. And like you like look at. The, the one thing I remember from like when I was writing that stuff is like Bill Gates got when he initially revealed the Xbox uh, back in 2000. It was like March of 2000. He got up on stage and he talked about like the this world where, where the, the PC wasn't going to be the only place that people go on the Internet to be entertained. He talked about all these devices in the living rooms and the pockets, the tablet devices. This was like seven years before there was ever an iPhone, uh, before there was any like anybody knew what a tablet even looked like. Uh, this is when broadband adaption was at 4% and he's talking and, and they're talking about this machine that's going to be broadband only, right? It's coming out next year and, mm -hmm. and broadband adaption at that moment was only 4%. And, and like Blackley, like when he talked about a lot of the stuff that, that they were doing, looking at back then, they were looking at like focusing on ease of development. He said that back then all the stuff was bespoke and it was really hard to develop for. It's like almost like we've re repeated history again. It's developments become hard and expensive again. Mm -hmm. uh, they were, they were going to put it like, he basically said that if you're not going to put the hard drive in this thing, I'm out. Like we're not even going to build this because they were focused on doing these things that were going to like change the paradigm. And what they ended up establishing with that original Xbox that only sold 25 million, by the way, like I got killed by the PlayStation six to one, but they like laid the groundwork for the whole social gaming revolution, <clears throat> the yep. whole di digital game revolution. Uh, they they merged. Uh, they they did a lot to bring in the PC developer to the console space where they kind of always existed separately. The Western developers, it kind of merged those two spaces and new games started getting made because they were influencing each other. Uh, you know, like the, the hard drive really changed the way that people actually designed games. And I think they're doing something very similar right now with 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 what they're envisioning for 2026. So like when I looked at this entire podcast, like to me, I was afraid going in that I wasn't really worried about like whether consumer behaviors are going to change drastically because of some, some port or something like that. But I mm. was concerned about, you know, is this going to be 2013 messaging where everybody freaks out and like throws their Xboxes out the window and, and, you know, your brand is like on fire and you don't even get there. And I think they, they were able to kind of thread that needle. I, I think right now it's just about, we understand, they understand that the industry is changing and it's going to, they're going to actually try to lead this, 
like they did back then, paradigm changes for the way that people think about the ecosystem, the reason why people are even Xbox gamers in the future. Mm. Like I, I'm expecting them to use AI in major ways to like really like innovate the way you even the, the way you like the, just the whole entire ecosystem, the features about it, like you think about like matchmaking back in the day, like hey, with Halo 2, how that was like revolutionary, right? I think we're going to start seeing things like that sort of enter in again and in, in features that really that come into the ecosystem that enhance the whole entire thing, uh, whether it's like how it recommends you games or the way that you get help or that just social features, all that stuff. I think all that's going to be uh, they're they're shooting to, to really make that a selling point for the next generation. And again, they understand that beyond we're going to these these walls that have existed aren't going to protect anybody anymore, including them, including their, them and their 40 million. And uh, the, the thing that I think she's referring to, by the way, is um, it leaked in the, in the documents from the, the another thing that leaked from the uh, uh, FTC, the tri trial. FTC yeah. trial was, you yeah. know, they're going to have NPUs in there, which are basically AI co-processors for anybody who doesn't know what that is. Yep. And a AI co-processors allow you to do a lot of things you could never do before it, previously in game design. I, I also think that maybe we're underestimating the impact that's going to have on game development because she's talked mm -hmm. about that in, in previous, uh, there was a, it was like a throwaway line in some other interview she did. She mentioned something about like how AI is going to change development as well. And, yeah. and, and back when Seamus was building the original Xbox, like that was one of the big things that he was focused on. He was focused on, first of all, how can we make this way, way easier for you guys? Because it's really hard for you guys to make games for these consoles. Uh, and then the next thing is how can we give you, how can we do things that are going to allow you to do new things in terms of uh, how you design games and, you know, wow people and things like that. And so that's what these this AI stuff is going to help them accomplish. I think also, from one end, let's let's simplify this. Yes, I know we're developing for all these platforms, and it's not, and it's really really expensive. Let's figure out how to like bring down that cost a little bit, streamline a lot of things, and then the second part is let's also give you tools so that you can do new and interesting things, including um, and and actually, Bill Stillwell said something about like about this like three years ago on an ILP. He talked about yeah, eventually we're going to have new genres stuff that you're not even mm. that you didn't even know that you you didn't even know you wanted and and to me that's that's when xbox was at the best is when they used to create products and services and features uh that you didn't even they, they weren't what you were asking for but you didn't realize you didn't, you didn't know realize, you wanted it yeah <laughs> until they and, delivered and, right and, and, so, and aside from game pass they really haven't done that for the last 10 years so game pass is one that i would definitely throw in there but outside of that they've they've been playing like on their, they've been on their heels for a decade trying to show everybody hey we're doing what everybody's asking us we're doing what the playstation people are wanting and all this other stuff i think it's going to be that's why i'm actually excited i just want to make sure they get there and don't f up things before that time but i think 2026 sure. you're going to start to see some really really cool things and i don't think they're all going to be like forever exclusive to xbox but i do think they could be the microsoft has the the tools, the, the manpower, uh, they they work with these hardware companies because of AI, because they're a leader in AI. They they have a lot of opportunity to lead the way to kind of set the table, just like they did before. And yeah, that stuff will be standard. Eventually, PlayStation will have all the same stuff, will have the same genres, all that stuff. But I, I think they have a shot here to take a lead and create some of those zeitgeist moments again. So 
Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a thing that hasn't got a lot of focus on, but you know, just kind of seeing Seamus jump in on there, kind of knowing what they're referring to because of the leaks. I'm really, really excited because I think next generation you are going to start to see a paradigm shift in terms of of, of gameplay, game design, AI, like even Todd Howard. Like uh, I'll step after one more thing, and he did an interview a couple years ago uh, and was talking about like the next Elder Scrolls, and he said he was telling he basically said, "Hey, the, the the technology that I that I need to make the game that I envision is not even available yet." And mm. I think he's talking a lot about this stuff where you have NPCs that are incredibly dynamic that, you know, uh, that the game worlds can evolve almost organically without a developer having to send a DLC over, right? Like stuff like that is going to be possible that wasn't. And it's going to change, I think, the way I think a lot of people, um, you know, think about some of these games. So, yeah, that's kind of like everything in a nutshell. I'll I'll let some of you guys speak on the rest of it. Appreciate cool. you, OBM. Uh, Game and Forte with the $2 uh, super chat says, four great dudes and one great podcast. OBM, come visit me. There you go. Oh, what's uh, up, Forte? You know, yeah, I, he, for people who don't know, he, he's, he he works at a game spot that's like 15 minutes from me. And I do. Oh, uh, OK. Gotta bring my, All right. I got to bring my son in there. Uh, Forte's awesome. He's one of the nicest guys. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's yeah. And I just watched his video the other day. He's coming back into making uh, his videos again. So congrats on that, Forte. That was a good, uh, good opinion and a good video that I saw the other day. So good for you, man. But, uh, um, well, welcome out, Hargy. We appreciate up, you buddy? jumping on and joining us. Um, I want to get uh, I want to get Mav's opinion, and then we'll then yeah. we'll jump over to Hargy that way that way because I don't want Mav to miss his bars. Uh, here here comes Hargy to steal our shine. As <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> uh, what's up, Hargy? Yeah, no, dude. I like again. This was more about doing what I felt like they needed to do at this thing was just dispel the fears about hardware and ecosystem like mm. that was running rampant throughout the community irrationally so you know what i mean and coming out there and not just again when we talked about doubling down on the game pass thing using the the terminology that she was using with the leap right i think that was done on purpose to double down on their commitment to making compelling hardware going forward right Mm -hmm. hardware that people are going to want to play on and and access that ecosystem on she called it the uh um flagship experience for xbox she explained about it being basically like a development um like level there that for the developers to have to try and reach to for optimization and and all those kind of things as well right so for all of those reasons, again, like it never made sense to me that there was any fears about Xbox making hardware, at least in the near future, where right. hardware is still relevant. Like we talked, and we would talk about two, three generation types, if generation is even a thing, you know, by the end, mm-hmm. anyway, like away, then maybe there's no reason to be concerned about any consoles because maybe they won't even exist in the future. Like who, who knows? But until. Until there's not a huge, massive audience wanting that experience, they're going to make hardware for those people because they want those people that want a device like that to be gatekept into their storefront if possible. Yeah, I completely agree. Like they want you to spend money in their store, right? As opposed to somebody else's. Now they're willing to go to the other stores as well because there's mm-hmm. huge audiences out there and they're branching out. 
But as many people as they can have in their own, they want to pull as many people in there as possible. And they're going to keep having hardware to do that. And I think because of the size that Xbox is now, with everything they have, this entire huge library of games they have, they have more motivation than ever before to make such hardware because they have so much more to offer inside of it. Yes. Right? So those things always made sense to me as well. And that's why I never understood a lot of the fears. And, and But I do think be, because of the uh, size they are now, because of all of the uh, studios they have, the publishing arms they have, everything they have within Xbox now, it unleashes more of the creativity there because the hardware, even though it's not the whole thing, right? It, it is so right. important. It's a big part chunk, of, though. It's, a, it's an important part of what they're doing. Yep. But also, when you look at the overall amount of money they have within the Xbox division now, uh, like Windows is within that same branch now, like uh, at, at the Microsoft, which is just crazy. You know, Surface yes. is there as well. Like, so when you look at the size of that arm of the company, right? Then you look at R and D for hardware, putting out mm. hardware. It's actually not as costly as it used to be for something that was a smaller piece of the pie. Now you have potential to be more creative, put out more different things. Potentially, remember we saw that pyramid thing with the leaks about this is out <laughs> yeah. of reach, right? This yeah. is out of reach. That that reach just got a lot bigger once they closed on ABK. Yeah, you know what I mean. They got a lot more money. They got a lot more. They're a bigger part of Microsoft, so. Things they couldn't really do before, I feel like, is more on the table now. And I'm ex more excited for the future of the hardware space with an Xbox that I ha than I have been before. Because I, I feel like it's like a little bit of like their Xbox Unleashed. Like they're going <laughs> to unleash the beast here and yeah. just like give us some really cool shit, man. And I'm, I'm excited to see what it is. I love that take, uh, Mav. You very much kind of in my head that's exactly how i feel but we'll go we'll go to hargi uh hargi i don't know how much you heard we're talking about uh sarah and mentioning the biggest you know tech leap in the future for uh, the future consoles uh what, what's your take what's your take on that what, is, what does that mean to you to me it meant ai i think to one bad mother it meant ai i don't know it could go in so many different directions but what's what's your take on uh, what sarah said during this uh podcast well, so hardware is an interesting one, right? Because at some point there's just diminishing returns, right? It, it, like I look at my 4090 and I'm like, okay, what is a 5090 going to give me? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, so yeah. maybe True. I get more frames, but I mean, DLSS kind of does that for me. So like at what point am I just good enough? Right. At some point it's just like, I've gotten to the point where I don't need more hardware. Are we one generation or two generations away from that? If the next right. Xbox comes out, the next PlayStation comes out, assuming there is a PS6, according to our good friend our King, guys. <laughs> there is no, there is no PS6, but, uh, but <laughs> assuming there is, right? Let's say that box comes out, gives you 1200 to 1440p at 60 frames with path tracing. Yeah. What, what, what more do you need? What, when do you say it's enough? Right. What, what, what's Never your upgrade heartbeat. path after that? Right. What do you say? I need 18k. Like no, seriously. <laughs> Your eyes can't see it. Like, I know. At some Dude, point, you're that. just like, yeah. why do I need more? So this yeah. could be the last one, right? Not not because like they can't make another one. There's just no point, right? So let's say they do one after that. What are you going to get? AI capabilities? That's basically it, right? 
Mm-hmm. AI sure. can be supplemented from maybe the like cloud. frame generation, like AI frame generation, and get you. Well, they already to... have that built in, right? The the yeah. next processor is going to have a, an AI just for frame for for DLSS for just for that capability, right? Right. So so that's going to be native into in in the APU. So they already have that. They're going to have some AI capability for the game itself, but a lot of that can be supplemented in cloud. So what's next? Like, so if this is the last one. They need to focus on that, right? Give me at least that level of performance. Right. After that, it just becomes an ecosystem issue, right? Because, look, if, if this is the last time you're going to get a console, right, from PlayStation, from Nintendo, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, right? At that point, it becomes, is this ecosystem better than the other guy, right? Because it just, it continues on, right? Like yeah. you're saying, OBM, we now are in a different world, right? It used to be every generation, it's a new, right? My old stuff is gone. It's just gone. It used to be just mm-hmm. physical reality. I can't take my NES cartridge and plop it in my SNES. It just wasn't an option, right? So it was just gone. So I start anew. Well, that kind of changed with the last generation where everything just moved forward, right? So in that world, okay, your next console t- kind of takes the last two gens and gives it to you. Now, Xbox does a little better and gives you the 360 and the original Xbox as well, right? But okay, what once you're there, like... What's next? So what 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 is it that you're going to get from that ecosystem that's better than your competitor? That's kind of where it is now, right? At some point, it also could just be an app on a TV or something like that. But sure, your next console, I, I'm looking at it as like this is this is it. Like you got to make it what you want it to be. Now, what are they going to reveal this holiday? I don't know if it's the next console. I, I don't like if you hear the words, it doesn't sound like it is. It sounds like yeah. they have something else to tell us, right? Like dis- Keystone, close maybe. One. I think it'll be the it it yeah. could be right. It, well, it could people. Be I mean, I feel. I feel like people are backtracking. I feel like a lot of us, and I kind of believe that the the discless one wasn't happening. Um, and I feel like it's coming back. I feel like the talk of the discless is, is coming back. But I wonder. Maybe it's Keystone. Maybe maybe they're crazy enough to. Maybe they were able to drop it to the price point that they wanted to. Maybe that's actually the thing that comes out because that might hit more consumers than than this thing would. That was in the hundred dollar t- target, right? right? The hundred, right? Target. The hundred dollar device, absolutely. Like that's they could do what it. I Why would not? do. But right? they, yeah. And then okay, so 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 that might be what they announced. I'm assuming it's the controllers. I think that's, that's the right. thing that I think that's right? a give so, me, yeah. For right, sure. so hopefully we well, get they, the controllers. They said consoles and controllers this holiday on the Twitter post. So then it's yeah. got to be something it's like true. that, yeah. right? So I don't, I don't think they're going to announce the next gen, but maybe they do. I, that's kind but, of an odd the, one because it seemed like they said and. But the, we'll yeah, be announcing. the on the Twitter post they said options for you this holiday, console and controller yeah. options for you this holiday. That's that feels why like I, the disc list. That's why I felt like it yeah. Was so it's got to be that, right? So but it's going to we'll be some revisions. So that's kind of what we're getting there. One of the key things they got to look at, though, is, and I don't know if you wanted to talk about this or not, but Nintendo moved themselves out of 2024, right? They're, they're yeah. moving to 2025. Uh, PlayStation has bupkis for this year. Nothing, right? They have yep. No games, right? And I don't even know if they have anything else coming after, like, March, April, right? What do they have? Like, they, I don't know, right? Is there anything? Do we know of any exclusive that's coming? Like it's kind of just empty I don't know any dates. All the way it, <laughs> I know right? so, they might lose some exclusives in the second half. Right? Yeah. And, and and so so this is Xbox's Math. year, right? And I just oh, yeah. was on with, with uh, Fonz on GTL. And I think the problem I have is Microsoft and marketing sucks. Right? They are a very enterprise focused company and they don't do consumer marketing the way they need to. They used to. 
They used to have a lot of fun sure. consumer marketing stuff, but they have totally dropped that. And this is the year to get it back and say, you need to make a push. Right? There's, there's two big things happening. First, you got games. And nobody, you know, the other platforms don't. They just don't. Right. So there's nothing there. You have the year. It's yours. Second, you get Call of Duty. And mm -hmm. this may be the first you know, current gen only Call of Duty, right? Up to now, it's been cross gen. Yeah, good point. So you have an impetus to push people for that hardware. So along with the hardware, they need to market the hell out of it. Obviously, they're going to have bundles. There's just no way out of it. They're not going to. They're going to yeah. have bundles. Hundred percent. You're going to have Call of Duty bundle with Series S and X. This is going to happen. But you have to market the heck out of it. People didn't even know there were freaking discounts for Xbox. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the they, Christmas they, discounts. They just yeah. don't. They don't market, right? Their marketing is, you know, they'll put a little ad on the side of your webpage. Nobody's paying attention to that. I think it's all going to change, though, Hargeet. I really do I think hope it does. Be the year. I hope they it does. They got the billboard in Times Square. I've seen, so seen that on Twitter. One thing people have to remember is is they just spent two years fighting. They spent two yeah, years pretending they were the worst. First, they, they spent two years pretending they were the worst gaming company in history. Yeah. yeah, we're hurt and we're limping. Playing dead. We can't yeah. do anything. We can't sell anything. Playing possum. Yeah. And, and, and also, I think there's a second stage to that as well, which is you just you just try to swallow a $69 billion pound, uh, company. Pause. <laughs> swallow it. And, Sorry. And, you know, like that, that's a lot to kind of sort out. I think they have to, they, I think they're, I think the reason for a lot, of, you know, even going back to some of the stuff we were talking about earlier with, with, with some of the differences and rumors and stuff like that, I think there's a lot of discussion about everything. And I think they took a microscope to the entire Xbox, mm -hmm. to the entire Microsoft gaming uh, division, which is where those 1900 layoffs yeah. came. And by the way, I mean, we know they weren't all just ABK layoffs. They were throughout right. the business. Yeah. So I think they're re- And we also knew they were coming. Yeah. So right. They're resetting it. They're resetting it. So I don't know that we under we even know what their marketing strategy is going to be. Uh, this day and age, I think there is a lot more reliance on things like social media. Uh, so we'll see if they get better there. But yeah. I, I guess I'm more of an wait and see, almost on, a, on so many aspects of, of Microsoft gaming. Hey, Retri, can't call yes, sir. Uh, read read the read that the, that because sure. that, that may be a good point too. I, uh, Zay says uh, Keystone along with owned games on cloud announcement. I yeah, mean, that, it would great. be it yeah. would be a it very positive yeah. announcement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like back compat, like we were talking about earlier. But uh, I, I would love to see. I kind of rather. I it probably won't happen because usually what I want to happen doesn't happen. Uh, but I would rather see Keystone personally than the discless version. I just I don't think it's going to bring a lot of more people in. I think Keystone would be much. Uh, greater uh, for consumers and a lot more consumers would get it. Well, the reason they would that... do the disc list is to cut the price, right? So if you could, like, yeah. if oh, you, you mean of the one right now? Yeah, the, the current yeah, one's five hundred sure. bucks. But still losing the money if they could cut it down to four hundred bucks and then have yeah. sales at like two hundred fifty. So maybe have a two terabyte I, hard drive. If I yeah, could exactly. pick what I wanted this year, right? I, yeah. I would say. Go ahead and do that handheld. Oh, 100%. Right? Because. All right. Well, I didn't know we were going crazy mode, Mav. No, <laughs> hear me out. I know the rumor is for like next generation launch and right. all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But these generations are cross generational anyway, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. And, yep. right, we already know a lot of the technology is only getting more expensive at times for these things to be built. If you were able to build something more in the line of that Series S level, 
but yeah. in hell in handheld form factor Amen no, to that. And, and that if you if you had it like released that like let's say this holiday you would still get a good like five or six years out of that use before potentially there's any kind of cutoff into the next generation sure i don't necessarily think that's going to happen but then at that point you could then release the next version well, well like why would they need to make it as low as the series s the, the current rog ally is better than that right so why wouldn't you just it, take the rog ally he's we'll just he's that, just saying like the absolute like, lowest spec yeah. that you can do because, like, where, where it's not costing a fortune yeah you know? because the uh series s is already that kind a of known skew uh, yeah it's a, it's a right. known level it's easy to explain it's easy to understand it's also a target for the developers right that uh, they can just for, keep like, optimizing yeah, keep so the cost down too the games like to the quality Maybe of like, longer battery life with series it. S and all that <laughs> yeah and then uh six years from now release a new version of that after you've tested the waters and gotten even better right but you get into that ecosystem now before steam deck 2 comes out before you know yes. the next badass handheld comes out so that way you're starting to establish yourself in that mm. space you know i well, would so love that but i don't think it's happening but i, I would love that mav <laughs> yeah i like you shooting for the stars man me too but i don't i don't so like the portable space is kind of good to have other people kind of play in it it'd be mm. nice if they brought something out the the problem they have is just the ui right the the windows ui <laughs> yeah is so yeah they mentioned not, it's not junk good. And, yeah. and so they need to marry the Xbox UI with Windows. In fact, I want them to just say, take the base, you know, uh, uh, kernel level of, of Xbox and just change it to Windows. And that yeah. way you you basically have the ability to bring Steam games over everything, whatever you want. Mm. Right. You now just RPC. And mm. but but it's an Xbox like I, I maybe don't explain that well. It's still a bespoke box that looks like and plays like an Xbox. It's everything Xbox. Yeah. It's just underneath the hood it's running windows so which lets you plug in that steam store you can just bring all the steam so, there's a lot over. of theories around so, that but that's probably for a different show i, I love yeah, that so, so we could go on that for a while go ahead i, have, go I do have a question to that because uh, you were on a show talking about this before and i was listening and it's kind of made me go my mind go crazy about it right so i was listening to the xbox 2 as well and jez brought up the point about your xbox library for the console mm -hmm. space maybe not being able to go over because of licensing and all that kind of stuff. But it's still an Xbox. So, so how much, like, do you think, it, uh, let's say it's 2026, right? Mm -hmm. What would the equivalent power scope be for, like, a five to $600 handheld, like, in comparison to today? Like, you know, like, if, if they're able to hit that $550, $600 mark, like a Rock Ally yep, is yep. now, like, what would that be power-wise? Yeah, two years from now, you know, probably um, double the ROG ally, right? It'd probably be in that range, probably, right? And then so you get be, double execution. Would so. that be high enough for the next generation for the lowest bar, like the, the lowest tier? Because like the one fear is like, okay, if you're you know the Series S situation, like ever like right. this generation, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to handicap things as well, you know, uh, for the for the ecosystem. So I like the PC route like yeah. you're saying because it's like that takes care of that situation but mm -hmm. not at the cost of my console library moving over natively but it would right the, the, it, you're missing the part where i'm saying it's a bespoke xbox hardware yes windows could take some of those features and have it as well but you're mm -hmm. not going to get your backwards compatibility it's just not going to be there this would be bespoke hardware right and they might certify other devices to have it too but it would be this is an xbox it's just, and people may not realize it, it's just running a base kernel right now, right? That happens to be very mm -hmm. customized, but it is based on Windows anyway. So they're just taking that and saying, we're just going to give you full Windows compatibility. That's it, right? It just gives you, like right now when you run an Xbox game, 
there is a, a layer on top of the base system that runs that runs an Xbox VM that runs right. your game. Right. Yeah. And then on top Which of I can, that, can it continue has... to do forever. Exactly. Yeah. So but each generation, stopping. that's never going away. But the yeah. only the only scary thing about that whole thing is the, it, the only thing I, I think is a problem is licensing. That that's it. Is like how do you continue like doing licensing for like older games and stuff like that? Whether it has to do with the music, but that's a per game thing. But I don't think it's, I, I agree. With that happens all the time. I, that happens all the times. But I don't yeah. I don't f foresee any issues because they can emulate forever. Because the, exactly. exactly. be, the, the next thing is going to be the next thing is going to be that much more powerful. Yeah. I'm not saying my yeah. homebrew PC is going to have my backwards compatibility. That you know, right. it's going to be a bespoke piece of hardware that happens to just have Windows. It just it will just have Windows as a thing. But your UI currently your your Xbox UI is Windows 8, right? And it just runs that in a sub VM, and that's what gives you your UI. And then they have a another one that runs your games, and then you know the base level right so and then they run up another vm if you run 360 or if you run xbox original right so you you, know, you see that boot up and it gives you right whatever the 360 logo and all that stuff that's exactly what it would do uh, yeah right so all that stuff would just work seamlessly that's not an issue right so you'd still get your old library i don't know why people consider that licensing thing a headache it's not yeah I well, well i mean they had was very adamant about that like on xbox 2 <laughs> saying that like if it's windows based or whatever it'd be like a handheld pc or something, you know, like then it wouldn't the your Xbox library wouldn't be able to move move over or whatever. Like, so yeah, like, it has to be bespoke hardware. It would have to be bespoke hardware. Like they, they might even say, "Hey, Asus, make a rogue ally Xbox." Right. Mm -hmm. So it'd be bespoke hardware that has because you have to have lock chips in there, right? So it's it's locked to be an Xbox, right? So they would have to have that. And and but again, you can take some of the elements and make them general. Maybe the Xbox UI is available to anybody with Windows twelve. Fair enough, right? Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you get the full compatibility, right? You would have to have bespoke hardware that would do that, and that way you would have those capabilities. But the games that come out for Xbox would just be Windows games, right? For that that version, for that you know next generation, they would just be Windows games that just run on Windows, right? So, but there would be some uh, Xboxiness to it. In other words, it would have this is how we DRM it, this is how we lock it down, right? So those capabilities would just come with it. Right. So anyway, so like, like there's a lot of technology to it. Fair enough. But uh, yeah. I don't think it's that far off. I think it's very close to being able to do that. But putting that all aside, right, as far as the hardware, what we get, I think it's cool that they announced the fact that we have something coming because that sure. was allaying some fears. That's good. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then hopefully we have something cool coming. I, I kind of agree. Keystone is a better thing than having those mid-gen refresh things that really just i don't know but, but you i guess know they taking, ain't gonna do that are you? yeah <laughs> I, I think that taking the disk drive out which i hate by the way i like having the disk drive but taking the disk drive out does give you the option to make it cheaper if they add yeah. an accessory for it that's cool right but taking the disk drive out does make it cheaper and if they can make the base level for you know for the series x uh, four hundred dollars instead of five right. that's good uh but it comes down to marketing this is their year they can make it their year to expand themselves quite a bit if they market appropriately and have to do it globally, not just here in the U.S., which is another problem they have. They generally have to do it here. It has to be everywhere. Uh, and then PC Game Pass. Good God, do they need to work on PC Game Pass and expand those numbers, right? There's just, there's a whole story with that. I don't know if you've gotten to the Game Pass stuff, but uh, but that was one of the things that they just they need to do so much better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we talked we talked about Game Pass, but in the context of 
worrying about ABK being separated out from Game Pass and just basically Thank Sarah, God they said no. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I didn't like that. I was like, I made yeah. videos. I'm like, this is not happening. Because if it does, I'm um, I'm not jumping ship, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be pissed off. Yeah. Um, but luckily, I, I never thought it was gonna happen. But you know, we heard it fr from some prominent people. So I was like, shit, this could be. This could be a thing, you know. Money when the money guys are in charge, you, you never. It was really probably know, on right? the table, right? But eventually, right. I think it was. Discussed. I have no doubt it was discussed, Hargy. No yeah. doubt in my mind yeah, that right. was that was brought up. You got to crunch those numbers and say, eh, is it is it worth it? Luckily, they decided no. Day and date staying indefinitely, forever, always, as as Sarah said uh, during the podcast, which is great. Um, Christian James says, if Hellblade, Avowed, Indiana Jones, et cetera, come out and review like I expect them to review, and Microsoft properly markets the games and Game Pass, they should be in a good position. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Keeley Awards should be good this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's pretty interesting, though, because, like, everybody thought PlayStation was dominating just because of the games for a long time, right? God. But it, it, it has been never more clear to me than the last two years that that is not the case. Yeah, because if you odd. if you count it right, count the, it. The end of 2022 <laughs> is when God of War Ragnarok came out. Okay, right. so right we that came out in November. So ever since December of 2022, and now we know going into April of 2025, mm -hmm. you're talking about two and a half years. Okay, they all have had one big major franchise first party game and that's spider-man 2 and a two and a half year time span one big mm -hmm. major franchise game from that from that now, Sony now, Mav, do you think the media will go after them about that no i do not whatsoever <laughs> because they have not last year they, and they're not talking about it this year do you they think literally PlayStation has no games they literally <laughs> They have no games. <laughs> the, the, the guy came out and said, hey, guess what? We have no fucking games for you. I'm sorry. But it is what it is. And also, our developers don't know business. We've also said that as well. Yeah, hey, I love that they said that. Over here, tomorrow's yeah. an Xbox business update event. Make sure you check that out. And because yeah. you're afraid of their ecosystem in which they have fucking five games coming out this year, at least 10, what's 10, going on? Yeah, 10, releases. 10 plus third party, yeah, Indiana fucking Jones and about and Hellblade two and all this stuff. Right. And then we're, Oh, no talk. Hey, don't look at us, but we don't have any games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, exactly. but, but they're literally telling us verbally. And I still hear people talking about, well, maybe Xbox can get their games together. Maybe they can do something. They, they have games. They have games. Right. They have exactly. Games. A shit ton of them, man. They had more first party releases than I think just about anybody. Yep. They, and, and like, they did. They, they, and yeah, why, it, why is it, and they put them in Game Pass. They, and they, it yep. is the most delusional thing in the gaming community just in general about this whole scenario and it is not about the games of why playstation is more popular well and the numbers actually show that the, the numbers actually show the active users doesn't don't change like like mm -hmm. you get you get these like little spikes when when a big game comes out like a spider-man or god of war uh or starfield but then it just it level goes right back to level and it's it's what i said earlier in the show 
this is a continuation of the Xbox One PS4 generation, and it's the same users are upgrading. And yes, there's some new ones that come in, but they usually just follow their their hardcore gamer friends, right? So yeah. whatever that split is today, it's kind of continuing uh, amongst that. And that has more power, especially amongst the, 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 the new gamers. The new gamers don't even play our list. The, the stuff people list more about, they don't even play those games. They're playing Fortnite and Minecraft and, you know, uh, Madden's, the, the, whatever. Whatever that thing is where they spend all that money on the on the cards for whatever reason. Like, that mm. stuff. That's that's the ultimate team. Like, that's the stuff those kids are, like, kids and young adults are, are, are playing these days. So, but that's a whole other topic. I won't hijack the show. But, uh, Mav, to your point, yes, you are. The, the point uh, the point Mav was saying, the data actually backs them up. So I just want to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's cost. It's marketing. Good. It's hey, I, I marketing the really shit out of this. It. It's all the right? data. So it's <laughs> the data. <laughs> so now that Microsoft gets the COD marketing, I hope it does swing things, right? It should, right? So a we'll bit. see what that does. But yep. you have to do the marketing, right? And yes. we don't know what's left for the marketing department of ABK, but we do know the marketing at Xbox has sucked for the last 10 years. And we... <laughs> It's We're getting better, better Hargy, better, you hater. Dude. They had the dome in Vegas. It, I mean, you can see it from it space, okay. Hargy, for God's sakes, man. And, and how many people saw that? <laughs> I don't know. I saw it on Twitter. Twenty. <laughs> like Dave saw it from it's his house. So bad, dude. So <laughs> you know, it's it. it, it I, I get really disappointed when I when I have somebody from uh, on an Xbox who doesn't know what Game Pass is. Like yeah, on an Xbox, and you still someone don't know what Game Pass is. today. Like, told me i need to make a video explaining what game pass is i was like damn really like yeah i think a lot of parents don't even know it exists or what the hell it is because the and, marketing and, and Redfrey, is it's cool for you to yeah. do that as an enthusiast I should but have frankly to, it's not your damn job exactly you know whose job it is it's phil's yeah. job I know. it's I their know. job to do that aaron should be doing that that is not your job they, they should absolutely like if you're a gamer and don't know what game Pass is, that's their fail they need to do better fair enough it, it reminds me of the all access thing everyone i had to Which tell is another awesome nobody knew about all access. access and now every one of my friends got their xbox through all access because yeah, of me they had no f include existed so yeah i, I I'm, I'm with you hard it's so ridiculous like they have all these awesome things they do but they don't tell anyone yeah can, yep. can i just yep. throw one thing out to that because i do yeah. think it, they at this point they've never really delivered on the original promised vision of what game pass is which is this big game that comes the reason why satya nadella the person that sits at the top of microsoft who doesn't play video games uh understood that they, they need a, a, a game every you know, every quarter is because they, that that is how you keep that. That is, he used to be uh, he used to be mentored by Reed Hastings, the guy who co founded Netflix. Netflix. He knows yeah, how exactly. the model works. That you 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 build up these content. Balls. It's content. Yeah, you you, you, but it's a thought of what comes next too, because I've read a lot yeah. of articles about Netflix. They, they yeah. Netflix said they they don't they don't get you by what's there today. They yeah. get you about what's there, the promise of tomorrow. What's so if coming, you always yeah. know what's something's coming down the pipeline, yeah. then you stay. Then but you the, stay. You know where, mm -hmm. where I push back against a little bit against you, Hargi, is that the, that Netflix doesn't do a lot of traditional marketing. The thing they don't have to anymore. Yeah, well, the thing that's been missing from True. Game Pass is that thing that Nandela talked about. It is, and in what you just said, Retri, uh, uh, is that having that next game, that next game always lined up. You have a big game, and then you're talking about the next thing. It, right. When you, when you break that up, when you go, uh, what did they go? Like almost, they went more than a year and a half between Halo and Starfield. I mean, you had. Let's not bring that up. 
That won't yeah. hurt. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 lose, oh, yeah. you lose the momentum. The snowball just melts, and you got to rebuild. Right. right? You got to start with a little snowball again. And so it, we've never seen that environment. But here's the thing: so Hellblade comes out this year. They they yep. actually potentially have a, a a year and a half, two years where they can start to do that every two months. Have mm-hmm. a big game in there. You. you push call of duty in there and, and i want to see what happens like just on social media alone because if you guys remember 2021 when forza horizon came out and then halo came out you remember that like you felt you could almost feel like how that thing was just building up and even right. the media even the media was coming around i saw yeah. like you know people from forbes and stuff like that going oh this is this is interesting like what's what's happening here and you know you had everybody playing 20 million, you know, 20 million gamers on Forza. Then it was on Halo. So let's see what happens in this world where they actually live up to that vision. And Mm -hmm. then you you throw a Call of Duty into that mix and see what's going on. Let me jump in real quick, Hargy. Let let me jump in and get back to you. I just want, want, first of all, welcome to the over almost 300 people here in the chat. Thank you all so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. We have a couple of quick super chats we're going to get to in just one second. Uh, but but the but the one thing OBM said that I thought was was pretty crucial, and all of us actually all of us mentioned, especially Mav and Hargy and Retri, uh, respectively. But uh, but that the um, um, that like it's the next big thing, the thing we're anticipating, the thing that's, that's coming next. But wait mm-hmm. until the next big thing is Call of Duty. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that is gonna that is gonna that is really gonna be the telltale sign for what is coming in the future. And and if they market it right, and if they have like. Hey, look! Let's mark down our our little potato to to one ninety nine and include Game Pass for three months. And look what's yeah. on the cover of the box. It's Call of Duty. Merry right. Christmas! I'm just telling so, you. Man. So here's the thing, right? So you say that OBM. However, Netflix has a model where their content is available only on Netflix. You have to subscribe. That's it. There's no other yep. choice. I can buy Hellblade, right? And people who don't know what Game Pass is. They're not going to like subscribe. They're just going to buy it. Right. But if you tell them what the value is, if you tell them, hey, this is available to you, you can just do this instead. Then they start to get it. So you have to actually sell it, unfortunately. You still have to do something to market it. Right. And Netflix is at such a level that's like with several hundred million subscribers that yeah. they can just do word of mouth. At that point, it doesn't matter. Right. Because you yeah, just right. tell, hey, they I don't just have to do it anymore. They don't have to do the marketing blah, blah, blah. push anymore. Right. right. Well, well, exactly. And, it's, and it's I think that, that I think that was the, that's the point, though, of a Call of Duty and a game every couple months. Because uh, Call of Duty, I, you can still buy. Because right, I hear right, what you're saying, but, but, but value, value doesn't really, unfortunately, that, not unfortunately, but like value doesn't really capture anybody's imagination, right? Like when they say a hundred games for a buck or whatever that is, or it doesn't this economy. They, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know maybe. if I agree with that. OBM, <laughs> but, no, but, go ahead. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is you don't capture somebody's. Are you rich? Emotionally, get them invested. A hundred percent. That's exactly yeah, the problem. Right. They're not doing it emotionally. It's yeah. got to be an ad where you like have somebody yes. say. Oh man, I just had to spend three hundred dollars to get my games this fall, and the other guy's like, "I spent seventeen bucks." Bingo. Yeah, I agree. So, what if they had like the discless three ninety nine Xbox Series X this holiday, right? And with it, they have gave you like three months of Game Pass, right? But the marketing behind it was Call of Duty and and Avowed and all Indiana Jones, right? All say and the commercials are like, get your 399 Xbox today and get to play the new Call of Duty and um, Avowed and Indiana Jones for free, right? Like, yeah. and something like that. That I think 
advertising like that that can spark that emotion because like holy shit that's cool stuff that i want yeah. right but then yeah. you start looking into it and researching it, like how am i getting this for free what is the deal behind it mm -hmm. you know and then you start yeah. to really sell game pass upon that because i feel like you have to create the conversation about game like pass. Yeah, you i agree people. emotion 100 exactly pray on want, their emotions if you can i want you to clip this part out starting with the, the whole beginning part about game pass and what? we need to clip this part out, and we need to put it online, and we need to tag uh, Sarah and Phil mm. and everybody else at, at Microsoft. Go for and it. Game Pass and everybody, and just and let's just let's just and, uh, and, let's just let them know. And there's Go no ahead. reason for them Go. to not market PC Game Pass <laughs> right now to all the people around the world who are on PC and exactly. start bringing them in. There's just no reason yeah. to stop. Like, what is they don't have to buy an Xbox. You just need to market it. That's it. You just yep. need to market it. Same yep. scenario. Oh, hey, I just have to buy XYZ games and man, it cost me this much money versus I just pay 10 bucks. Yeah. And yep. I get all these games. I agree. Uh huh. 100%. Right. It just, just For me, it's all about the numbers. Comes. So I love that idea, Hargi. Yeah. You spend how much? Dumbass. Make that. Yeah. Make that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Go old school. school. Bad, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The old school. Exactly. They used to yeah. go old like school. That. Yeah, we got the mascots. That's why I want them to use some of the old school oh, Sony mascots and you, shove it I, in their fucking faces. Just do exactly. it. Don't be nice. <laughs> Don't be nice. Bring it back. Bring it back. I gotta re read that real quick uh, on the board, then we'll get these super chats. But I just, uh, I, I'll tell you what, right now, one hundred percent there, uh, Xbox or Mike. I agree with you, sir. No, sir. We love. That's why we put. That's why we put them up full screen. We're like, cook, cook, Mav. Oh, I was full screen. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, you, you were. Know. That was awesome. <laughs> you can see his face get red. <laughs> yeah, great. hold the line, you pussies. Red, All right, bro. Exactly. It's I've got awesome. that on. Hold the line. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. King Web with the two dollars says window window OS on console and cloud. I think it meant uh, we'll end it all. We'll end it all. Yes. There can yeah. only be one. Uh, Voidlock with the $2 says uh, PlayStation is a casual box and Xbox sets <laughs> at marketing. They do. Uh, kind of hit on the nose there. I can't uh, can't disagree with that one. Exactly. But, exactly. Yeah. You want to play another Ooh. video clip here? Because we're uh, no, I think I'm beyond. No, I think we're short on time. One thing I, uh, before we get out, I just want to get everyone's opinion on this. Cool. Um, and that's uh, like game prices and what's going on. Uh, we saw what happened with, with Power World. Power World, uh, $30 price point, massive hit. We're seeing what's going on with Helldivers 2, $40 price point, massive hit. And I'm just wondering, we, we see, we're, we've, we've seen like uh, Sony talk about like it's, it's just too much. The AAA budget's too much. We got to start capping those budgets. Do you guys see maybe any changes uh, happening in the future uh, for the industry as a whole, not just Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, maybe everybody about maybe them kind of pulling it back a little bit and not getting away from these like quadruple A price point budgets and, and watching the success, uh, success of something like Power World, uh, which had, I think, a $7 million dollar budget i don't know what hell divers is but i'm sure uh it's Small it's not too crazy as well yeah. but do you guys see a world or am i am i just hoping that these guys would just kind of pull it back a little bit but do you see a world where maybe uh they'll start uh maybe not blowing their load so much and maybe uh bring <laughs> down the have <laughs> pause and oh. maybe the prices oh. won't be so bad just remember elden ring was 60 dollars and sold like hotcakes i'm just saying there's a lot of these instances that prove mm -hmm. the 70 dollar model maybe wasn't the best idea 
You know what I mean? But so there was an uh, article about this, right? Ahead, Didn't Sony put this out there that um, they're finding that the $70 price point, the uh, revenue is up, but the volumes are down. Right? I think it was yep. Sony who said well, something, something like that. Hargeet, they're never going to, now that's never going to happen because they're going to take the revenue 10 times out of 10. <laughs> well, there's, a, but there's a curve at which point it's the revenue curve, exactly. will, will go down, right? And that's the thing, right? You get yes, a point where the, the volumes will go down enough that the revenue comes down with it. Sure. Um, so, Look, this is a Sony problem that I've been pointing out. Sony <laughs> created this. I, I, I don't yeah. fault them, right? In the PS3 gen, they needed to do something, right? Sure. So Xbox did a whole bunch of things in the Xbox One gen, right? So in the PS3 gen, they had to do something. So they went and created all these cinematic games. Cool, but the cinematic games, they come with a price, and mm -hmm. they kept escalating. And Sean told us as he was being kicked the hell out that, you know, this is just not sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> right it's just not sustainable look the next game is going to double the price I, we can't we can't do it like it, it at some point it just isn't viable to make the game anymore yeah, yeah. and he's 100 right there's just no way around it this is 100 right and right. like it it created this mindset that like uh, well god of war's animation for when he went into the boat wasn't good enough he's the same one as who cares <laughs> <laughs> Ser you seriously gameplay, give a damn about that? I'm a gameplay over graphics guy, so I'm just saying. Right? It's it's gameplay like, over graphics. Dude, Zelda time. was fun. Oh, the graphics right. the greatest. I don't care. I, like, what? So it's, an, it's a nice to have, but exactly. it doesn't sell games. It's, it's not a necessity. Like, not, not to you the know. point where like you have to hire a thousand people and fire them because you have to make the stupid. Like, dude, like, stop. Just, just stop. Yeah. Like. I would much rather have the games come out and be decent, and that's good enough. If you want, like somebody like Hell, like Ninja Theory with Hellblade, right? Right. Forty people, something like that, that makes that game. So it looks phenomenal, right? But it's a short game. It's it's not yeah. a thirty-hour game, right? <laughs> that's good God. enough. I'm fine with it. That. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I I'm okay with that. I I live in a world where you know what? Give me the game in a few years. I'm good. You want to have graphic showpieces? Fair enough. Just don't go spend three hundred and fifteen million dollars on Spider Man, and then right. have to like make you know, like a billion assets. dollars to make your money back. Like, yeah, dude, very true. And then you have to fire people and pull pull them from the other games. Like, dude, like, just slow down. Like, yeah. this that is just not a sustainable model. Hal World was what seven million dollars. Like, dude, that, yep. that's what you want to do. That, and, like, do those games and don't spend good, ten years and call something quadruple A and spend as oh. much money as Ubisoft has on something like Skull and Bones. Okay. <laughs> oh. Like, oh my god. That should have been free to play. It should have. Yes. Yes. It should have been free. Should have been free to play. It probably will be free to play in a moment. Have some damn comments. Yeah. Sense, you know, <laughs> like, like, wait five minutes. <laughs> yeah, just, just five more minutes, guys. I think. Uh, by the end of the show, it'll be free to play. No, <laughs> but to your point, um, I have got to be the most boring. But I, I, I keep going back to numbers and statistics. People are like, "No, I like I, numbers. I You're here, fine." I didn't come here to go to class. No, but it, but it is true. Like, and Sean Layden said it when he when he left that that you know every every time they're selling to the same gamers the same games but the problem was the cost was going up but the, the amount of money they could make off of them wasn't and if you really like we kind of mentioned it throughout the show already but the fact that the the console base isn't growing like it, pc right. and everything else is but that's not uh the new gamer is not really that type of gamer the pc gamer we've seen 
Uh, we've seen how the, some of those games really do on, on PC, and it's not the same as it does on console. It's it's made those games are targeted for a generation of people that have kind of grown up with those games, uh, and we were always looking to be wowed by the next thing. The problem today is it's a lot more difficult to wow people with these video games, especially when they can just type in a few things in AI and watch that do yeah. some animation. Let, yeah, let like, the code go. It's, yeah. it's so hard to wow people, and you can spend double the budget, and you get what feels like an incremental uh difference on the screen these days yeah i i do think tools are coming that are going to help these developers kind of reduce some of that cost where they can make those types of games a 20 hour uh single player narrative driven thing the problem right now is is kind of building up that market because that market's been shrinking i think that's one of the one of the reasons that we won't go all the way back into this but one of the reasons yeah. i'm such a such a game pass fan is not just because of the money it saves me but i actually think that it's a it, 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 it could be something that disrupts the market and uh, expands maybe the what people are willing to take a look at and maybe open themselves up to new genres and maybe bring some of that back yep. to, the, to the new this this new generation of gamers who do not pay $70 for a 30-hour experience. However, they have tons of subscriptions. So if you can get them to subscribe to Game Pass, maybe you're going to save those types of games. But yeah, they... they when you look at that, the, the base of people that are buying them is not increasing. The costs are going up, so it doesn't work anymore. And it just seems like today, in this day and age of social media, people like like dynamic games. They like games that play out differently every time you're playing it, sandboxy things, stuff you're mm. building in. And uh, those, some of those games don't cost as much to make. You know, you don't have to really wow people with graphics. My son freaking was... Yeah, my son will watch this. Like he watches streamers or YouTubers play like some of the ugliest, jankiest. <laughs> right. Like because they grew up in Minecraft, it looked like shit. So like yeah, their they... their bar is low. So good for them. Like I'm right. I'm right there with them. Then they're not looking for that. But yeah. So right. to answer your answer your question, I think the answer is yes. But the the good news is that there is things around the corner for those of us that do like those games, which you know I do like them as part of my diet, right? My buffet Absolutely. of games. Um, th there are things coming down the road, and including some of the things I talked about before that make development easier for developers uh, to put stuff out like that, maybe for a fraction of what it used to co cost them in the past. So, True. Yeah. Good go point. ahead, man. Yeah, horse horse ball physics won't cost as much next generation as they did. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, Mav, I look like you had something to say. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, no, it's, I've been paying attention a lot to this because like this all started when first publishers started saying, "Oh, we're going to go up to 70. and then the games media was all like, "Yeah, that's necessary." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "No, it's not." What are yeah, you talking about like, shut your mouth. What, like, yeah. why are you? Why are we as consumers and people championing corporations to go more expensive? Because if you really look at the decision behind the pricing, it's like, how can we make the most money, right? But, like, it's not necessarily always the right answer to up your price, especially right. if there's not a lot of physical costs that's set in stone to go with that. Like, this are, these are mostly digital products and, and cheap physical-made products that are sold at a very high margin as far as what the actual cost there is. The cost mm -hmm. is in the development process and the, and the publishing and all that kind of stuff, right? So that's going to be set. We know they already know what that is, but they don't know what the return is, right? Right. So the return is going to be dependent potentially on whatever they set the price at. Because if you set it lower, maybe you have more people buy it. If you raise the prices, maybe you have less people buy it, right? Especially mm -hmm. in the digital age when there is no physical actual cost to it. So that right. gives you more flexibility, right? So 
when everybody was championing, oh, that's necessary to raise the prices, I'm like, not necessarily. We don't even know what kind of impact it's going to have. Are they going to have less sales and stuff? And yeah, obviously you, you make things more expensive. It's probably not going to sell quite a bit as much. But what they're hoping is, is that everybody gets used to it. It's yes. an accepted reality. Yeah. And then uh, people don't mind and they just keep keep it doing. It. And then the, and then years later, they'll go up again and then, then they'll go up again. Because guess what? Their pockets get bigger at the right. expense of us just willing to pay. Right. Yep. Now. It's good when we have these counterbalances on these games that are less expensive doing really well because that's that is things that they can see. Right. And at the end of the day, they just want to make the most money, right? Yep. So if the games sell more that are priced a little bit less, I don't necessarily think that means we get worse games to, for those budgets. I think right. it's just a different pricing ideas on the models and all that kind of stuff. Because you have like them trying all different kinds of shit right now. Like you yep. have... Some publishers and and creators are uh, developers are putting games at sixty dollars that are super high end, like Alan Wake Two, right? And is even fifty yep. on PC. But yep. then you have some doing seventy dollars, right, for crappier games. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> then you have you have games going for fifty dollars. All you had it like Ubisoft did Assassin's Creed Mirage, right? And they called it a smaller Assassin's Creed experience. But if you really play the game, it's a pretty damn big game compared to most games out there. Like, it's right. really bigger than a lot of the old <laughs> Assassin's Creed games. But I, right? I think to your point, Mav, I think Prince of Persia is to the deficit of what happened when you yeah. had a smaller game. And they did 50, and then they ate it. Great game. Yeah. People are calling it their game of the year. Sold like shit. It sold like shit. That's the exact. Should I was have gone 30. to bring that up. So, like, Sorry, I stole that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Uh, and Prince of Persia like is a failure. So it's like there's a lot of testing going on with pricing from these publishers and stuff right now. And ultimately, <laughs> that's a, Hey babe. <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> I, ultimately I, I am curious kind of what they settle on, but what I'm thinking is more going to be. So what happens is the games that are going to sell no matter fucking what, right. Yeah. Are going to yeah. be the $70 or potentially even more down the road. Right. For sure. And then the ones that, they're unsure about or testing the waters on or, or whatever are probably going to be played with a lot more on the pricing scale. Yeah. Um, GTA six. Could it be more than 70? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be the first. They're going to yeah. get whatever the hell they want. And for they, that game. And they, yeah. And people will buy it. Yeah. People will definitely pay that. So yeah. The, la yeah, the, la the last thing I have to say is I just want to thank to Toki for allowing me to play PlayStation games with my elite controller friends. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Shout yes. out shout out to Sony going third party. Um do you, do you think he goes beyond that? <laughs> yeah. Uh eventually, yeah. a very long time from now. But PC, we play that real quick. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Mr. Haruki Tatoki. Uh love that name. Uh just so it's like such it's a word. rolls right yeah. off the tongue. Yeah. Um man, he had to we could have a five-hour show just about his comments. Uh, that's, yeah, that was crazy. Basically telling crazy. SIE that they don't know how to, yeah, manage their <laughs> IP and money. That that was great. I love that. Yeah, I just imagine him walking through the offices, seeing game developers playing ping pong and foosball, <laughs> and stuff, exactly, like, man. In the in the lounge playing Halo or whatever other games are like. Aren't you guys supposed to be working? Wait, what is, it? is this how game development works? Is this what happened to factions? <laughs> <laughs> What's Maybe. going on? Uh, and the other potential driver is uh, the first party title 
Damn it, Come on. There we go. Come on. Gotta get that hamster wheel cranking This is like every time my wife wants to show me something on her phone. Oh, look at this. Watch. As you all know, we wanted to popularize console. And the title was something, and the first party title, main purpose was to make our hardware or the console popular, right? It is true, right? But but there's a synergy to it. So if we have a strong uh, first-party content, uh, not only with our console, but also other platforms like uh, computers, and the first party can be grown uh, with yeah, multi-platforms, and that can help operating profit to improve. So that's another one that we want to practically work on. I personally think there are opportunities out there uh, for improvement of margin. So I would like to go aggressive on um, improving our margin performance. It's all about the margins, baby. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Was that? <laughs> He's no Phil Spencer, Mav. He's no Phil Spencer, Mav. You know what? So, I, I, I like I him better. That's where you were going. <laughs> I, I, I like him better than Jim Ryan, though, and I trust him. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you no, on that, OBL. I, I, I just was curious. Was that, was that his actual speaking voice? Was that a translator? <laughs> no, no, that's a translator. Right? Okay. Um, like, the lips aren't matching. What's I'm going saying. on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's. That's all. He he he's the Amy Hood, right? So yes. yeah, from yeah. the from the Xbox, you know, the Microsoft. He's side. the money guy. Yeah, and, and so you, you, <laughs> I think they were talking a lot about this in ILPs. Like, well, if you ask them, their answer is put everything everywhere, right? They, they <laughs> Always, yeah. They, they, they don't like this idea of console war crap. They're like, no, no, no. I don't. Now, looking at it from Microsoft perspective, they still have to try to you know gain market share and do all that. PlayStation has already won that. Yeah, so right. If you're Hiroki Tsujiki saying my console sells a lot, I don't really have to care about this. Why am I not just making money on other platforms? Yeah, I don't. Right? Yeah. So, we don't have any <laughs> games for two and a half. Years. <laughs> I only we so, our hands and just do whatever the hell we want. Just put them everywhere. I, I mean, like, and I, what if they really are just talking in the background, right? That, like, you know, Phil is talking to this guy and saying, you know, well, we'll put some more games on your side, but mm. you got to put some games. On yeah, y'all, you got to jump ship too. We're going right? together. And We're jumping off this bridge together. <laughs> but, but, like, seriously, if it if it goes like five years, like you know, and, and you take something from like you know 2019 or 2018 and bring it over, how big of a deal is that really? Like, what does that really do to the console on the PlayStation side? Not much, but you just get money on the other side, right? Somebody might just decide to play it on on the Xbox side. Um, so I, it's an interesting thought, right? Like this is the finance guy. He does not care about console wars. He yeah. cares about making money, right? Well, and you know what they're saying? <laughs> so, they're, they're, they're also saying the same thing Microsoft is saying is that the exclusive stop mattering to the sales anymore. They're just moving the same people and the people that come over aren't playing the, the exclusives anyways. And so to them, I, I would even say this probably be controversial to a lot of people in your chat, but I, I honestly think they could port everything and they're not going to lose their, their split, at least not this yeah, generation. Probably not. So yeah. they, because they are just considered the go-to at this point, the, the, the exclusives do help the brand like overall. And I think that helps the mind share in a way, maybe long-term it has some impact, but really like uh, it, it doesn't, we don't see a short-term movement with it. And long-term, the new people don't really care about them. So 
Uh, yeah, really, if they ported 100% of their games, they probably would still have an over two to one console split. And I know people don't like to hear that, uh, but that's really probably, that's where we've kind of entered. And I think that's why everybody is looking at this differently. And I won't take us back too far to the hardware, but there's one thing that we really didn't dive too much into. Mm -hmm. I think that we, we are very close to the entire, the, the, the walls kind of melting on all the walled gardens. And uh, whether that's this generation or the one that comes after that, where it, like it's it's just like that that model itself is kind of outdated, uh, especially for the new generations of gamers. So, sure. yeah, they're they're all thinking about it. They're like, you know, why not? Like, because because when he talks about synergy, he's he's thinking about things like the zeitgeist. Like when we release Hell Divers on every on, on Steam and PlayStation at the same time, mm -hmm. we actually sell more copies even on PlayStation. Who would have thought? Yeah, because people are talking about the game a lot more. You lose that zeitgeist. Right. You don't see now we can turn around and reinvest that money into the next game that maybe would would have been on the fringe before, right? So it 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 has a snowball, and it's people are just the problem is is that we're all conditioned to think if we don't get these exclusives or uh, if we don't lock it in there, we don't sell enough consoles, all this is going to go away, and it does. That's not the case anymore. But right. Enough, okay. Ever, yeah, yeah, Good yeah. point, OBM. Everyone in the chat, boo OBM right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do that for sure. No. I like I'm joking. You're good. I, I, I'm kind of with you on that one. It reminds uh, me of being married to my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> boo this man. <laughs> uh, he said, uh, "Okay, I was going to read that one, but you're you're good." Oh, how about um, go ahead? Yeah, if, he says if PlayStation ported the games, uh, they would still have a two to one split. If Xbox ports all theirs, if not, Xbox will gain lar larger market share. Yeah, good point. I just think they're just trying to be Tencent, and I think I think they're you know maybe just ahead of the curve. Remember, this happens all the time with Xbox, right? They a, everyone follows suit. Xbox does it. We've said it. Maybe Xbox does stuff too early, and then everyone follows their lead many years later, and then everyone's doing it, and it's fine. Then it's acceptable. Um, so I think that's I think we're on the precipice of seeing that happen right now uh, when it comes to exclusives. So I mean, Phil said it a million times in the podcast as well. So, but you know, you either love it or you hate it. But mm -hmm. it seems like it's happening either way. So um, everyone get a PC. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I got, well, I, I do have a little salt that we could, we could play real quick on, on the way out. The we door. did have a <laughs> member. I think we had a new member, Dave, before we you did. do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was MASH, I believe. Yeah. There MASH, you thank you, brother, for becoming a member. Thank you. It's a member, guys. It's only a dollar. It's cheap. Cause, you get uh, all these cool emojis, the cool which I'm stuff. going to drop into yeah. the chat right appreciate you mash like a man and boom. yes there you go see boom look at all that all that stuff to highlight your excitement with the show uh anyway thank you so much uh, for everybody uh, being here tonight uh i'm, I'm gonna play this clip though and see um see what you guys think and salt I, I on the way out I, I can't believe i i actually uh found this and uh and uh i'm not gonna play it but uh here we go you guys will love this Oh boy. <laughs> Dave's favorite target. <laughs> He's not ruling it out. It's it is literally what we thought it was, dude. Where it's like they're getting like they are ready. Microsoft is ready to bring more games. It you this is why I'm saying, man, people are setting themselves up right now so badly where he's straight up. I want you know what my question is? Here's my question. All right, Mike Brown, you you gotta go, bro. Like, <laughs> I can't, I just can't stand to read this dumbass shit. So you're wrong again. What 
This isn't about right or wrong, dipshit. <laughs> is. This is about literally what Phil Spencer just fucking said in this interview. I don't think we should, as an industry, ever rule out any game, a game going to any other platform. We're focused on these four and learning from the experience. AKA, here's a translation, Mike. Okay. Like maybe you can fucking get, you know, here, here, here's how you can maybe learn to read between the lines a little bit. Not sure how you made it this far in life, not being able to read between the lines. Wow. In other words, yeah, other games could come. Oh, really? Oh, come on. Thank now. you, Internet. <laughs> internet yeah, didn't Starfield fail. Starfield and Indiana Jones, they could come. They could. But could, they're not. Could. Yes, they could. But they're not. He didn't say they won't. He didn't say they're not. He said they could. We'll see. No. We'll see. Not what he we'll said. See. Do you understand what Dickhead. we'll see means? Understand? Like, I mean, come on. It's Apparently not that hard. He doesn't understand. So anyway, that's that's enough of that. But still, oh, yeah. kind of melting on it. And okay. is that in that the best way is to attack your audience, guys? We'll never attack you here. We appreciate you. Everybody has viewpoints. Everybody has opinions. It's all good, and we appreciate each and every one. <laughs> right. As soon as the camera goes off, everybody like he's going to be right at. I'm just yeah, <laughs> there's a super chat. Uh, Mash with the five dollars says uh, thoughts on the Xbox ported games to uh, PlayStation coming with digital access. To the games on Xbox to build their digital library, library there too, if they ever move. Oh, that's so interesting, and I, I that, yeah, I've heard some people mention that that theory that that you know it's mm. play anywhere. You buy it one place, yet I don't know. Like I guess literally we'll everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see about it. that. That sounds crazy. I don't know that PlayStation would allow that. Yeah, I don't feel that one either. Um, yeah. that would be a crazy world though. Uh, I like the point mash, but I don't, I don't see it, but mm -hmm. uh, there is a potential that Microsoft could never offer or even PlayStation could offer a, like a switch, you know, like as in, Hey, you have these games on this side. We'll offer it at mm. a quarter of the price or something like that. But yeah. understand people keep looking at digital libraries as if they're all 60 to $70. Your 10, 15 year old game Shut is up, like Hargate. five bucks. <laughs> It's like, it's like two bucks. It's in the dollar bin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like okay. Yeah. So if you had to buy the thirty games you care about, you're gonna spend like a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one game you can get from PlayStation. Yay! Like seriously, well, Rentry, we don't have hard geek money either. Yeah, I was just, I was, I was going there, kidding. Dave. I was like, listen, hard geek. Some, some of us don't make the same amount you do, brother. I want to keep all my two dollar games. <laughs> but I hear you. later. Oh shit. Oh goodness! Yeah. Retro, anything else you want to touch on? Nah, we, man, that's that's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, dude, thank you so much for and Hargy, thank you for jumping on. Uh, yeah, but, thank you, buddy. Man, what a what a great show! What a great panel! Uh, and and my God, the the chat was on fire tonight. You guys were great, and uh, we appreciate it. We we really truly do love each and every one of you, man, for joining us and spending your time with us. And uh, and if you're watching this on the replay, please. Please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed already. Oh, oh, we got another super chat. I'm going to throw that oh. up here real quick. All right. Uh, hey, Blanket with the $20 says, when Xbox gets every COD game in Game Pass, they need to market that heavily. Amen? Maybe an ad where a group of friends switch COD games on the fly with quick quick resume. I like that. That's a good idea. Mm, good old, idea. old COD games are still getting sales. Absolutely. We saw what happened when they brought back yeah. those servers, man. Uh, people came in droves. I was one of them. So, yeah. 
100%. There's another clip, Retri. Except Brooklyn yeah. Zoom sucks ass with online games. That's touche. Touche, man. Yeah. Yeah. They need to, they need a, they need a system where it just automatically just ignores it for, for multiplayer because it works great everywhere else. But yeah, it right. always messes up with Fortnite and never other games with me. So it is a little bit annoying. But yeah. yeah. Good, good point. Good. Uh, I like the ad idea. Absolutely. All right. I'm gonna go around the horn and uh we'll we'll big huge thank you. And also, thanks again for the mat. And thank you, uh, Caitlin, for jumping in. We do appreciate that. She is absolutely amazing. And some would say the better half of Mav, but I'm just kidding. Mav, sir, thank you so much for being here tonight, man. I uh, love it that you're here, and we greatly appreciate your time. So, sir, tell everybody where they can find you. Tell everybody about your awesome shows and uh, where everybody can reach out to you. Yeah, thanks, uh, guys. Retri, Dave, always putting on a great show. It's awesome to see you the bet, success brother. that you have on your channel as well. Thank you. Um, but if you want to find me, just come over, hang out on Fun Speculation on YouTube. Got uh, four shows we do Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. You can find us live. Um, just check it out on Twitter. Uh, same thing, Fun Speculation, and you'll find out before we go live. I usually make a post. So hope you all have a good one. Thanks, man. Awesome, awesome. And and and, and somebody asked earlier. I know you answered them. Uh, is there going to be a Mav uh, cast tonight? And you're like, uh, no, I got to play some. Uh, getting getting the queue for. Yeah. The, he's in the queue I, right I, now. I don't know like how long I'm gonna have to wait, you know. So yeah. you gotta sit there and pins and needles. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. But but I tell you, I do enjoy those. I'm just just gonna say it. So yeah. thanks. Uh, man. No worries, dude. Uh all right, so one bad mother, OBM. Dude, That's thank right. you so much for being here. We love having you on and having your insight and 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 uh, you don't talk too much. I'm just telling that right now. So please, business, that's, business, that's, numbers, numbers, yeah. Yeah, so to, to what, dude? And tell everybody where they can find you, reach out to you, and then uh, yeah. are you ready to announce your new show yet, or is that coming soon? I'm actually working on my first video. I uh, it's it, like part of it was some of the stuff we were talking about today regarding uh, some of the parallels between Microsoft when they started and and some of the things now. I'm hoping that I finish it before we're uh, you know uh, actually uh, watching it in our flying cars. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> the, you know, the, the, these things take a long time, especially when you're, um, you know, working and taking care of kids and all that other stuff. But I did want to just uh, thank you guys for having me on here. If anybody wants to follow me right now, follow me on Twitter at uh, mother underscore one. That's M U T H A underscore O N E. That's my handle. Uh, and otherwise, you know, I'll let you know where I'm at. I do like to pop up and talk to my friends here with, you know, about stuff in the gaming industry. It's always a pleasure being on with you guys. Uh, Mav, it's awesome to be on a show with you finally, man. And, uh, you know, ho hopefully we don't wait too long to do that again. Yeah. For sure, and, man. Uh, and Hargi is always, you know, it's always great, man. You know, I see you around everywhere. You're like, you pop up. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it's only going to be a matter of time where Hargi just pops up on your, next to your Xbox map. But, uh, <laughs> love it. but anyways, guys, love you guys. Uh, it was a great time today. Thanks for Thank you, man. I really You're appreciate bad, it. And, and Hargi, uh, you already did a show tonight, uh, you and Fons, which is absolutely an awesome show. And I, I strongly suggest that everybody uh, watches it even definitely the replay now but uh, they're on an hour before us and then when <laughs> when they hmm salt like when they when they finish up when, when they when they finish up uh, sometimes hargy jumps on with us and we greatly appreciate that hargy uh, tell everybody where all you can be found and tell and tell everybody how they can reach out to you not on social media but in discord, in discord. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I have Discord and uh, Xbox. It's H Chani. Um, so you can reach me there. And then uh, next next uh, podcast will be Booms on Wednesday. Nice. Uh, though maybe I'll jump in tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Uh, U.S. Eastern Time uh, on Double Barrel Gaming. Uh, and then I'll be on for uh, Go Live, so uh, on Game On Daily, so youtube.com slash Game On Daily, uh, on Saturday at uh, 4 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. So check that out. And then, of course, Fonz, uh, Fonz and I uh, host Game Talk Live. That's on Sundays, uh, right before this one, 6 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Uh, so check that out on the Fonz Gaming Channel. Yeah, it's, it's a great show. I, I strongly recommend it, everybody. Uh, go check it out. And even though, like I said, even if you join us uh, later or if you watch yep. us in the repeat, that's that's fine with us. Uh, like I said, there's so many great content providers out there doing great shows and stuff. There's, you know, if some of them overlap, that's why it's on YouTube where you can watch later. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely love it. Uh, all right. So Retri, buddy, yes, co-host with the most, please tell yeah. Everybody, where they can find you as I drop your uh, YouTube link in the show. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, Game Pass underscore daily. Don't forget the underscore. And uh, Game Pass daily, as as Dave just put in the chat. Uh, got the new show coming up. We got a date. It is in pen, not pencil. It's happening for real. March 16th, mm-hmm. we got the Aim Down Sights podcast yes. for reals this time uh, with Red Dead Panda and Next Gen Nero. We already got our first guest. You're, you're not going to want to miss this. I, I needed someone spicy, so we uh, called up Derek Grigetti. He will be joining us on March yes. 16th, Saturday night at 7 p.m. for our, our uh, opening show, and it's going to be spicy, um, and it's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm going to chop it up with those guys. Great, great gamers. Uh, Next Gen Nero plays like a thousand games. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't even know if he works because he plays so many damn games. I don't know what's going on with him. But um, yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. Hope you guys can uh, show up to that show. Um, but uh, yep, you guys can find me in all those places. And uh, thank and, you. Yes. Thank you, chat. You guys were really awesome tonight. Thank you, Mav. Thank you, OBM. And they, thank you, Hargeet, for uh, for popping up. Uh, love that man. That's that you uh, aren't sleeping right now, but you decided to come and join our <laughs> awesome conversation. So I appreciate you, man. Thank exactly, you guys. exactly, man. What a what a what a great show, great panel. Uh, thank you all so much for being here. If you haven't yet, please hit the like button on your way out the door. It greatly it greatly helps us a lot. Or share this out it would be really nice too. If you enjoyed it, it's not somebody else you want to you you think you know what they would probably like to, like these, these these crazy things that they talk about. Uh, but please uh, do that for us. We we would love to have it. And also a, a quick last thing is that um, nerd propellant. Uh, did an interview with him, which is on the channel now, which is really good. If you get a chance, go go check that out. And also, um, his products are available. And if yeah. you go to his website, which the link is good in stuff, all, of, all of our descriptions uh, or in the description below on this show and all of our shows going forward, uh, you can click on it. And then if you put in Gamers Council under codes, you'll get 20% off your first order. So there yeah. you go. And this, he makes he really, cool, really stuff, cool stuff, dude. And me and if him you, actually if you're, in the podcast, we're yeah. talking about some new things, and he's got some new ideas. Nice. If you're a Sea of Thieves fan, man, he's got some great products, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I might and, I might buy him, and I don't even play that shit. So, <laughs> like, and, they're that and, cool. And apparently, uh, pretty soon, he's going to have a bigger audience playing Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here at the Gamers Council.